I took a little nap before our recording, so I'm still I'm still coming off that uh, whatever chemicals are in your brain when you're asleep. Sleepamine. So that's I'm coming off that sleepamine. What the f- is going on down there? I believe uh, that the supposed state is the actual state. That is the Zen that I operate within. Welcome to WTF and TFW episode 596. It's December, notwithstanding specificity, and we're uh, we're going to talk. We're going to talk a lot about toys this episode, um, because for you know for various reasons. This seems like it's going to be a very toy-centric episode, and I'm cool with that. Um, so it means we we are still behind on them listener questions, but I got one in here in this topic list. But we 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 got as far as I can tell, we all have a bunch of new toys, and then a bunch of toy news popped up. Aaron, um, I think the fandom does need to thank us for talking about those potato photos of Kingdom Toys because it was yes. less than two days. Um, yep. That's how we do. <laughs> so uh, you know, pat, I'm patting you on the back. Uh, you know, the cheer, cheersing our champagne glasses all around for a job well done. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, TJ, uh, I was gonna, I was gonna, for about 48 hours, go like, well, we gotta let TJ have a moment to talk about those potato photos of Dinobot. Uh, but don't worry, it's been solved. We, we had top men work on it. We have good, mm-hmm. good photos. Yeah, that, yeah, that's considerate of you. Now, you know, I gotta do what I can. Um, for the sake of my fellow podcasters, but, uh, we're also going to try something a little bit new because I don't, I don't really, you know, I, as always, I didn't really check precisely what all everyone got, but I figured if we got a bunch of stuff and we have a bunch of toy news, I'm trying something new with the layout of the topic list where we're going to have, uh, lots of little what we got this week's based on some of the toy news so that we're sort of not having to mentally jump aesthetic to aesthetic quite as much as may happen. Um, cause I was thinking about it and I was like, that always feels like a part where my brain starts to get sluggish. So let's see if we can uh, up the efficiency. I think that's just a you problem, sir. But we, we can I, try I, it. My brain getting sluggish eventually translates for regular people into things like, you know, uh, oh, right, we were talking about movie ratchet, but now we're talking about animated ratchet. Um, you know, I'm saving you all about a 0.5 second uh, brain impulse. Um, and we're going to be collecting that electricity and uh, filling a battery, uh, which we'll check in on at the end of the show. Uh, to start things off, Sadly, like, you know, I made a topic list and then yet more news dropped. So I, I want to briefly touch on them because um, they revealed, uh, I think, officially. I actually didn't. I mean, the photos are official as I'll get at. Whether or not it's official, they revealed red Bumblebee and red Starscream. And uh, and red Starscream was something I was wondering about as far as what I might do for collecting parts of that line. Uh, red Bumblebee and Starscream... Uh, Aesthetically, and I'm glad I've seen other people point this out because I wondered if it was just me. They don't aesthetically match up with any of the G1 red figures from Wave One. Uh, Bumblebee has lots of like toy detailings on him, as does Starscream, and Starscream is is what I would call very lumpy. I've seen mm-hmm. comparisons to Mega SCF. Uh, I've seen comparisons to Dreamwave as far as like kind of the shape of some of his limbs. I don't think that Starscream looks very good in the context of being a figure you'd put next to Red Megatron and Red Soundwave, which was going to be really be the call on how much farther I proceed with G1 Red stuff. Uh, 
I don't think that Starscream looks terrible in a vacuum if you're just going to pick up that Starscream. He's got his coronation gear and everything. Yeah, I just the only thing that I think might be a difference is whereas like all of the rest of these I think have been branded as Transformers red. Uh, the Starscream one on those images have a Transformers the movie. He doesn't mm. look like he did in the movie, though. <laughs> no, oh, I know. No. <laughs> but, I, but I wonder if there's some, like, Studio Series 86-ish style of, like, this is kind of a different sub-line inside the line. I, I don't like that Studio Series 86 is already becoming shorthand for doesn't really look like the movie, but tries. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, you know, he I, I I like if you just like Starscream, it's probably a fine, you know, pickup. I'm just I'm a little bummed out uh that he's not matching up. I didn't know about that. I noticed that they call him they called him Coronation Starscream, which made me wonder if hey, maybe there is just a regular Starscream Starscream uh somewhere in there too. That'd be weird. But mm-hmm. um Aaron, have you gotten to pick up any red stuff yet? Is that is that coming in the future of this podcast or I have not. Um, I've not gone out to like Walmart to see it because the few times that I have ventured for that for like a very specific reason, um, all of the WalMarts around here are um, virus cesspits, as far as I see, with yeah, masks and yeah, yeah, and and, yeah. and like had two mask holes and somebody yelling at somebody else and. All of that, and it very rapidly just became it. I don't need that. I don't need what I have in my hands this much. I'll just pay, you know, twice as much at the grocery store for this thing that I shouldn't be buying at a grocery store. But I just don't want to deal with this anymore. Um, I'm going to put this on this random shelf and leave. I've uh, because I have I have you know I'm very very fortunate to have a small corner store at the bottom of my apartment building, which is you Mm -hmm. know a touch more expensive than walking you know to a grocery store. But sometimes I don't want to leave the building. When I just want some eggs, and mm-hmm. it's it's right there. I the the folks running it are are doing good practice with masks. So I'm like, yeah, I'll just support local, very local business. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, TJ, have you gotten to mess with any red stuff yet? Uh, I did. I do have Optimus Prime. All right. I'm. I should say. Um, just I'll, I'll always say this. You know, maybe for any new listeners, I often immediately forget most of our what we got this week's after a few weeks have passed it all is a very long mush in my brain so i sometimes need to triple check this stuff um tj how are you feeling about bumblebee and starscream you know with the context of having interacted with the line um well so far so far a little bit weird uh starscream i do agree is a little bit odd uh especially like it gets even weirder with the coronation gear because it yeah. doesn't look like it fits correctly. It looks like it's for the wrong figure. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, everything about him looks like someone who like is just wearing the wrong size clothes. Because, well, because like the shoulder pauldrons are not the are not the design we're used to. Like it's mm. a little bit stylized, and the hat looks more like one. Like the crown looks more like when you get a Burger King than like the actual coronation crown. It's kind of yeah. I thought I thought that the crown looked a little bit. I mean, it's kind of like everything else. It's a little bit puffy, a little bit lumpy. Um, this is weird. I mean, the, the I so- don't mind. The soft goods cape is neat, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I don't mind. I don't mind like the display options he has. Like, I like I did notice uh, apparently even like the tail fins on his legs were removable. 
All right. Just in case you want a more cartoon accurate look on him. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, like a more cartoon accurate look, but then he's like, the thing I saw pointed out that I always miss is he's even got like the nipple uh, turbines. Yeah. And it's in, like, you know, it, it's fine. It's just, it's a shame because I, I have read Megatron and I was thinking, I, I kept thinking like, all right, like I have a 3D piece in my apartment that I can reference. And I kept thinking about mm-hmm. it when I was looking at the photo on, on the road today. I was out for a walk today when some of this dropped. And mm-hmm. I was like, Red Megatron's like part of the, 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 the joy of his sculpt is how it, it rides that very fine line of being very box and edge with just enough curvature to look animation. And that Starscream does not look like that. Um, and yeah. that was before I saw more of the details of like, he's also got just, you know, nipple turbines, other kind of weird toyish or comicish he's, details. He, he yeah, mm-hmm. he's a little, he's a little like Dreamwave puffy kind of s- style to him. Yeah, I, I should say um, one one person on, on Twitter, uh, I think, kind of accurately <laughs> uh, called out, like, between this and the Greeble on Siege, it's like someone really misses Dreamwave quietly. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I can't deny that. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, like, the, the Bumblebee I'm okay with. The Bumblebee looks nice, other than I don't know why they put battle damage on him. Well, those black patches are, are like toy details. Like the ones in his forearms are the weirdest because they're like, oh, yeah, that's a sculpted, painted storage hole for his hands to fold into. And it's like, mm-hmm. it just looks bad, though. Uh, the ones in, on the inside edges of his, his Volkswagen uh, feet, I think, look kind of bad, too. Because uh, I think if that stuff was smoothed out, like he looks much closer to what red had established as its g1 style and i also yeah. saw this brought up on twitter and i should i should say it's not a, not a bad point that like well isn't part of red that every figure could be from a slightly different aesthetic and i'm like yes but with the g1 guys like there was sort of an un, unstated but pretty clear thesis in wave 1 for the g1 characters appearing in this and it's very weird for starscream especially to deviate from that when he's part of an established trio sort of also, my texting noise is on. Yeah. Why, yeah, I was like, why did I hear a Gaia memory? Mm-hmm. That's my texting noise. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually really like it as a texting noise because it's not, like, piercing, and I don't find it annoying either. It's You know what, when you're trying to find the right texting ding? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't I, want, I, I you don't want a jump for, scare? I, I went through and did that for all of my sounds, and <laughs> now my phone is eternally on mute. So, um, yeah. It was worth it. It was worth it in the moment. Mm-hmm. Oh man, man! I just looked at what the the text is a piece of spam, trying to get me to click on a URL to an IP number, saying that I'm getting 135 dollars returned to me what? by Transac ID. Like, come on! Oh, you better click that now. That, that's friggin money you're just leaving tr- on the table. Gonna, if you're gonna waste my data with this nonsense, at least friggin' try. For crying out loud! Interrupt my recording with this this high school level attempt to steal my information. <laughs> I hope you're listening and you feel like trash. <laughs> um. Anyway, Aaron, uh, how about like? Uh, do you have any any other like kind of solid takes on Bumblebee and Starscream? Like, how are they striking no. you? I mean, they they sure look like things. Um, like I, I I think like I've said before, um, I have the opportunity to pick them up at 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 maybe like. One that either really catches me at cost or something under cost, um, I might do that. But mm. 
like none of them have have been so much that I want to like wade through online stores to go after him. I, I personally think, especially with Starscream, just not really making to me at least a, a strong um, stand uh, stand along piece with Megatron and, mm-hmm. and Soundwave. Red is a perfect line to just wait until one of them comes out that is a character you really like, and you just pick that one up and feel no obligation to collect the whole line. Like, Red is very well designed right now to just pick and choose at, and I don't think that's a criticism, necessarily. Like, I think it's it feels like a strength of Red. Um, in the case of Starscream, a little bit for worse, I guess. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, if anyone out there is, like, going, like, oh, I could order, I should order the Wave, it's like, maybe just grab one if you can. Like, I did that with Megatron, and I'm really happy just with that. Like I, I've said before, I don't feel the need for the Optimus, even though he looks completely fine. Uh, and now I don't really feel the need for Soundwave either. Like, I'm just good having a six-inch Megatron. Uh, I can put him with Cobra Commander. They can have mm-hmm. adventures. Um... But uh, yeah, that was our that was our surprise toy news, uh, and that was also where I silently checked in case we had any fresh red acquisitions. To, to, I don't think we because I think because TJ no. we talked about yours, right? I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I, I talked about mine. Don't worry, since we've talked about it now, they'll drop um, tomorrow. All oh, right, they're It'll gonna be. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, you're, you're gonna fi- Aaron's gonna find a bundle ten dollars for three, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but. Here's how the Murphy's Law works. Everyone else will order it, and when he goes to order it, it'll be out of stock. So, again, you're all welcome. All right? We make sacrifices for all you guys. Um, Let's talk about some Cyberverse, because now we finally get to see uh, what these new Cyberverse Deluxes kind of look like. Uh, The headline does say something, and I'm just, you know, I'm half-joking, but also, where the hell's Windblade? Why Prowl? Like, why Prowl? What did Prowl do in Cyberverse? Spoilers. He stood in the background and took up space. Yeah, yeah, for the most part. He had a scene, you know, at the start of Season 3, and then was never seen again. Uh, I'm over it right now, but uh, it's Prowl, Starscream, and Soundwave. Those are the three new deluxes that we have seen in package shots of in potato photography. Uh, Someone then dug up uh, promo photography of Starscream out of Walmart on a Prowl listing, so they're probably just getting the photos. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Let's talk about um, Prowl first and Soundwave first, since you know we we have kind of less to work off of, so it's it's more succinct on those guys. Uh, there's no build a figure. That's one thing to mention, and it seems like they're coming with extra effect parts and accessories to make up for it. Um, the build a figure parts, obviously, like they're making up for it in the sense of like instead of McAdam's head, here's an extra effect part, that kind of thing. It's nothing yeah. you know mind blowing. Uh, Prowl, you know, in silhouette looks fine. Um, He's, I kind of like how well they've they've highlighted the uh, the little police stars on his shoulders. Like they stand out really nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like he's going to have some blast effect parts to go with his uh, shoulder cannons. Uh, and Soundwave uh, is one I'm excited about because Soundwave was a standout in season three. Um, it's actually really nice to say I'm excited about Soundwave, not just because he's Soundwave, but because of things he did in the show. Like that's just a it's a good feeling to me. Uh, and he's got uh, what looks like a little, at least a little folded up laser beak. I guess we'll see whether or not that laser beak unfolds. Um, fingers crossed. But again, I think he looks pretty solid. Like, he looks decently on model. He's got, you know, a fairly big chest, but uh, he seems pretty solid. Um, TJ, how do you feel about, you know, at least his first glance at Prowl and Soundwave? Prowl right now, I really do need a little bit better just to convince myself it's not just a slightly upgraded version of the Warrior class. 
There's always the question with these deluxes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I, yeah. I would say when we talk about Starscream, I think there's decent evidence he's probably upgraded, just not maybe necessarily for the. How do you, not, I, I mean, was going to say for the better, but that's not the way I want to put it. But you know what I mean. I mean, like, I mean, it, I mean, it's still a prowl. It's going to work the way all prowls do. Yeah, the, yeah. There's a limitation to precisely like what his chest and his, his legs are going to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Sound wave well, way they, more. Ex- what? I was going to say, oh. what if they don't though? What if his whole chest is fake somehow? <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, somehow his chest. Yeah, so, yeah. Somehow the front of his car folds up into his arms. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> really, really impressive. Soundwave looks fantastic. Just the level of paint is what I've needed out of a Soundwave for a while. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah, like, I, I had the Warrior class. Like, the Warrior class is actually not a bad figure. So, I've like, heard to good see, things. Yeah, like, to see it actually, like, fully painted and upgraded, and now it's, like, a proper look on Soundwave from the show. I am really happy about it. I would be happier if I knew Hot Rod was getting a black repaint. Yeah, I mean, in but, another world, but, right? In, a, in another in, timeline, yeah, all of these yeah. would have a redeco. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Soundwave is. It looks like. I mean, it'll take a lot for that Soundwave to go wrong. Um, right down to his alt mode. Like, there's not a lot you got to do to pull off his alt mode, which is the the upside of some of the more Cybertronian ones, as always. Um. It's just, yeah, like, Prowl doesn't look bad. I'm just looking at Prowl, and I'm like, there are so many, so many characters who could have been in these three, in these these blessed three spots <laughs> that arrived from the heavens, and it's you. Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> I would have taken Cup over you. Cup did more, and Cup spent most of his time talking to the audience for two episodes. Well, more than two episodes. Hey, Cup, uh, Perceptor... Where where is my alpha? Where's my alpha strike? So many, and this is and and this is this is us talking about them pulling someone out of the corners, right? Mm. When at the end of the day, it's really like Windblade and Slipstream, though. Main characters <sighs> for multiple seasons. Mm. <laughs> I'm never gonna let it go. My apologies to the listeners, Aaron. Uh, how how are you feeling about about uh, Prowl and uh, and Soundwave here? Um. I'll, I'll be interested when we have non-potatoes of of them. I will say thank um, goodness to Cyberverse for having full front windows so that the potato shots are more usable yeah. than the Dinobot shot that we had. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it also makes me remember that I really need to catch up with Cyberverse. It, it That that happened to me, too. Uh, I'm going to do a little preemptive shout out to, to Matt McNally, who helped me out. With some of the stuff, I was. Do you know what the the one became the one that became the hardest one for me to find at a normal price of all things was Bumblebee. Oh no, I meant the the show, not necessarily the toys. Oh, oh, like Aaron. I I I've seen a lot of the toys. I've got a couple of them that just haven't opened. Um, got Aaron, shock, you got you got a got Shockwave gotta, for for Alfie and an RC, but it's just I've. I got a deluge of toys in the last couple of weeks and just kind of had to strategically open stuff. I've yeah, not yeah. had the opportunity to open everything because it's been insane work hours. And after I work a 11 or 12 hour days, I just kind of want to not do 
things. Aaron, give give yourself the ten minute aperitif at some point in your evenings to to hit some cyberverse. It, it, I assure you, it's well worth it. Uh, even if you just take an episode a day. You know, it, it's uh, mm-hmm. it's perfectly. It is a perfect dinner aperitif. It's so, perfectly consumable. Here's the thing. Um, I have to preface this by if you're somebody that uh, that works for me or I work for you, uh, this is this is uh, entertainment. And not to be taken literally, but um, I will sometimes have a window up on the side since I've got two monitors, and um, mm-hmm. I I may or may not have gone through a few TV series. It's just Cyberverse didn't really hit me as a thing to watch until yet again talking about it, going, oh yeah, that's what I should totally be watching. Wink as as entertainment. Um, the podcast this is, is entertainment, not me doing. doing it. This is a good parody. Yeah, we're yeah doing. it's great parody. I love parody. It's, it's great. Uh, the, all, any 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 uh, um, relevance to people living or dead is purely coincidental. Yeah. Um, I'm really glad that I stopped myself from saying some stuff a few minutes ago because I <laughs> had misremembered that you'd already finished season three, and that could have been something. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, hey, you know what though? Get you excited? Uh, there's a reason why TJ's uh, saying, "Hey, why don't we have a black repaint of Hot Rod?" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So to wet your whistle a little bit. Uh, let's talk about Starscream, though. Let's talk about the good here. Thank goodness it's the right alt mode. Um, I think that the Warrior toy looks better than this. I'm not going to lie. Because <laughs> and the, the, the Warrior toy is like the simplest Starscream, too. Well, here's the thing. This is the thing that Starscream's doing that is is I can't understand what's going on other than the fact that like the cockpit has you know collapsibility going on. You see those two blocks on the top of his jet mode? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are supposed to be his legs. His legs are supposed to wrap up and around. I don't understand why they didn't have his legs wrap up and around. Because <laughs> now they're just chilling on the bottom, making everything look worse. And uh, it Is feels it like... Is it maybe something where just the scale of it would be off, where he would have... Like baby legs. Well, if the, those war- were his the warrior legs? toy, the warrior toy, has the legs just wrap up and around, and both modes look fine. The, okay. the problem with the warrior toy is yeah. the arm gimmick. That's it. The only thing I can think of is it's not just the warrior toy. The battle call star scream does the same transformation, so they might not have wanted to go for a third. I, I guess, but I, like, it's my own, literally my only guess. Because, because I, I unfortunately I got to say I like I don't think he looks super great. In either mode, like he looks fine. I'm okay to pick him up, but his his jet mode is is compromised to say the least, which bums me out because I love this jet design, um, and I'm so glad that like there is. I'm either way, I'm glad there's another Starstream coming out with the right alt mode for Cyberverse. But mm-hmm. the robot mode, by extension, it now has this seemingly fairly complicated transformation with those hinges in his torso. Which just deranges the color layout of his torso, <laughs> uh, because that's where those fake top blocks are being stored. You can see them in the, you know behind his neck, and I'm just like, so much work is being done to accomplish nothing, <laughs> uh, and it's a shame because uh, this this is, I mean, maybe he'll he'll feel better in hand in some way, but like to me, this is putting him down there with. I mean, this is not a popular opinion, but I, I also kind of have similar qualms, not to the same degree, with Deluxe Shockwave, who I feel doesn't do enough to make use of all the extra budget. And Starscream feels like he's just transforming more for no reason 
as opposed to transforming more for for good reasons. Uh, so I'm, I'm a little I'm a little also bummed out. He's the first you know clear shots that we get because I'm like this guy looks mm-hmm. like the loser of the three. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, lots I'm, of good I'm effect say, parts, but yeah, oh. I was gonna say I love that missile pod spam effect part. It's I awesome. I don't see. Do, does Starscream have like ab missiles? I believe he shot a cluster of missiles like that in the show. I just can't okay. remember if they came from his chest or somewhere else. Okay. I feel I mean, like he's that's done. been a that's been a that's been a common gimmick in his earlier toys. So yeah, I feel like he. I feel I feel like he did. Okay. I have a vague memory of him doing it in the show, but like this, that could be my brain filling in gaps. That and the other thing that I noticed is in his alt mode picture, there's the something missing. Gone? The tail fin got like, <laughs> yeah. got like, yeah. uh, you know, um, uh, Photoshop edge find tool uh, edited out. Yeah, someone someone got too judicious <laughs> with that magic eraser because on, on the back of the box photo, you can see that there is a tail fin there. Yeah, you can also well, just see you the... can see it like behind his head where it has an obvious split, and you can see where it is connected with the like root of the wing as one piece. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that hmm, that that back of box photo of his alt mode also is just like a calamity. Uh, yeah, I don't think the I'm... angle on it does it any any good. It it doesn't help. It's, it's taken that, from like, like a derp angle. It doesn't help that his friggin' fists are just like chilling like <laughs> just chilling they're there hi i can hold things in jet mode i f- i got girl walk wrong what's going on <laughs> uh i don't mean to dunk on this so much because like you know the robot mode has a lot of good qualities i'm just i'm cyberverse deluxe has had some really cool transformations and i'm just really pumped out that like it seemed to have gone sideways on this guy um I don't know, TJ. Like, are you are you feeling any any warmer to him than me? I'm I'm being kind of mean. Uh, no. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I am with you. I am I am with you. Like, maybe it'll make more sense when the whole thing is shown off. But right now, it does feel like he's overcomplicated for the sake of being overcomplicated. Like, the yeah. we, like the war the warrior I, I the warrior toy has issues, especially the lack of arm articulation thanks to the gimmick. But it still pulls this off so much cleaner than this toy apparently does. Scaling wise, I'm like, can you just is there is there some? It would it would be complicated, but I'm like, I wonder how feasible it would be to just transplant the deluxe's arms onto the 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 warrior. <laughs> well, here, well, here's here's the here's the thing, and I just noticed this. So, like the the warrior class is like a five step toy. Like, there's nothing to that transformation. Like, literally, it says transform in five steps. Look at the back of the box on this one. 21. 21. And yeah, it looks 21. worse. <laughs> I also, I don't even know what's happening with his with his, his feet. Like, look at all the stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Like, what's it doing? I don't know. And, and yeah, it just when, when, because I was like, what happened here? When someone, you know, reminded me, because I, I don't have the, the, the warrior toy yet. I've just, like, seen, I've seen a video, I've seen some photos, and I, I'd like to pick it up. At some point, uh, someone pointed out, like, yeah, those blocks on the top are, are supposed to be his legs. And I was like, oh, so they faked them for size reasons. Then I went and found a photo of his vehicle modes um, model from the TV show. Uh, there was no reason to shrink those things because <laughs> it just makes the like the show model doesn't have tiny blocks up there. And the show model has a now it looks 
even less like this thing. Like the show model looks like a, a wing with a, a cockpit jutting out the front in a, in a kind of cool way. And by having those tiny boxes, it's like they shrank the cockpit up and back as well. And some some stuff happened here, and it's a shame. Uh, and I'm I'll, just to set context, I'm okay with the the studio series Starscream from the Bumblebee movie and all of that underhang. That doesn't bother me the way that this bugs me. <laughs> uh, Aaron, we've been selling this really hard for you. Um, I'm sure you're you're you got that pre-order ready to go. 1987 on Walmart. I'm still good right now. I've, like I said, I've got a couple of Cyberverse to still open potentially, but okay, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll survive. Well, you're you're I, very brave. I, uh, <laughs> uh, well, anyway, apologies, Starscream. I really was hoping for better. Like it's, it doesn't make me happy to dunk on you so much. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping something turns out different in in. In person, I'm still going to pick you up. It's got to support Cyberverse, but I, I that came out even even more droney than I meant for it. I just like Cyberverse. I'll buy. I'm going to buy Wild Wheel at some point. I know that that by all accounts, Wild Wheel's toy is junk, but I'm, I'm going to pick it up sometime. I still like Wild Wheel. Uh, this brings us to what Cyberverse we got this week. I didn't pick up Wild Wheel yet, so that's not anything I got. Um, but uh, Aaron, did, did you None. open any, any of that this week? No, still sealed. All right, TJ. How about you? Any fresh Cyberverse this week? I did get Deluxe Thunder Howl. Ooh, that's one of the ones that I don't have yet, but I, I got a hookup on. Uh, I have the Ultra. How, do you have the Ultra? I can't remember. I have the Ultra. Yeah. What? So, like, how is how is like, aside from you know Deluxe Thunder Howl? How is he? How is he next to the Ultra? Like, they seem very not the same, but they, they, they're kind of like two two toys that look like one was supposed to come out instead of the other to me. <laughs> so you look at that deluxe Thunder Howl and you're thinking like it's like basic beast former stuff, right? Arms become le- front legs, legs become rear legs, etc. You know, you s- typical see this in uh, just about every other beast former there is, right? Yeah, yeah. The transformation on this thing is chaos. I was about to say, is this the is this the surprise third act on this bit where it's like, yeah, his head turns into his legs, <laughs> his torso turns okay. into his other legs. <laughs> okay, so aside from just like this crazy amount of stuff that like folds up to like enclose his head into the beast mode, yeah, which is which is what forms like the basis of his shoulders and all that. The weirdest thing about him is like he has this. He has a literal spinal column that is just one big hinge. And half of that is for his, like, God, this is hard to explain because even, I can't even show you this. I can't even show you the stock photos because the stock photos completely missed this. Yeah. His torso splits in half lengthwise in order to widen his beast modes profile. Hmm. I'm into it though. That's cool. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely into it. Like it's super cool. So like, it all folds. Uh, like, is it? God, it's so. It is so hard to explain. Like it just invert. And here's the thing: when you when you do that, like when you like fold it, like when you fold this beast mode like in half vertically to make his robot torso, you're left with like a thin spine that leads into his tail. And that splits in half to form like a cape silhouette. 
I was going to say, the the most unexpectedly biggest compliment you could have said about Deluxe Thunderhowl is, like, <laughs> the transformation is nuts. Because, like you said, and on the Ultra, is literally, I'm a man who goes on all fours, like any Beast yeah. Wars toy. Yeah. But instead, it sounds like he's pulling, like, some of that, like, surprise canine-type Wolfang stuff from Beast Wars, where it's like, oh, yeah, you think that the quadruped is going to stand up. What if the wolf explodes in the front <laughs> and a <laughs> robot comes like, out of it? It's kind of like that, yes. Man, that's no. awesome. That You know what? One more dig on Starscream. If Thunderhowl can do this again, what happened to you, my man? What happened to Starscream? <laughs> I mean, for all I know, it is like for all I like for all we know, like looking at the hinges and transformation on that thing, it might be all about just making the jet mode a lot wider. I, could be yeah. best I best I could guess, but no, like Thunder Howl was incredibly delightful uh, as just as a surprise because it's hard pressed. I'm hard pressed to remember a transformer that works the same way. Man, that's so cool, and that they they got the cape silhouette in there too. Because yeah, Ultra Thunder Howl just has a cape that you take off and put back on and that's it. Um, man, I'm excited now because I've also heard from some folks that more than a few folks consider Bumblebee to be still like the top of the deluxe line and Bumblebee and Thunderhowl are the last two that I have yet to, uh, to get a hold of, but I've got them secured and it sounds like I'm going to have a good time. (laughs) Um, does this also mean you got McAdam put together? Uh, yes. Yes, I do. All right. I, I have a top half of a McAdam because I'm missing his pelvis and his head. Uh, but, uh, yeah, like, is, is, did, did it have that satisfying Build-A-Figure moment? You know the one? Where you're like, it's done. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, with a normal Build-A-Figure waves, like, it's like, you just buy the wave that came out and you put the figure together. Like, this was... How long have we had Cyberverse Deluxes? Because this took a long time. Let's just say all year. At least 12 months for most people. Yeah, this, like... I I mean, I I already had, like, the the triumph moment for me with McAdam was just being able to finally attach his forearms to something. Oh, that was huge when I finally got those those upper bits. And I I could, like I said, when I could have the top half of a McAdam for the most part. Yeah, I was just like, finally, because also those arm parts are some of the easiest bits to lose. I think mm-hmm. in the shuffle. Yeah, yeah, Which, they're very small. Yeah. Uh, also, thank goodness he has wrist swivels, because for a hot second when I put that, those arms together, I was like, wait a second, gorilla arms? Wait, what? Uh, because I had no reason to try to swivel his wrists, and then I swiveled his wrist, and I was okay. Um. Yeah, I. I you know what? The one of the small bummers of these new deluxes, nice effect parts. Boy, though, I would have just gone for another Build-A-Figure just to get more Cyberverse figures. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm going to assume they don't know how long they're going to get to go with more Deluxes, so... Yeah. This, this is the weird part, because I, I feel that way, but also, there's at least still at least a year lead time on something like a Deluxe. So I'm like, I'm like I want to know what the Cyberverse development has been. We're never going to know, but I'm kind of curious about it, because Cyberverse has been so under-promoted as a toy line, I'm just like, what was it like working on all this stuff that just pops up? Like, like yeah. and I know, I know that's what it's like for other toy lines, but like Transformers has such a, a pre-existing model of promotion for nearly every figure that comes out to some degree, uh, barring like rescue bots. It's like, so gotta be so weird to work on deluxe level stuff and just have it not get 
even shown at a at a toy show or anything. Like, uh, but yeah, TJ, thank you for the report. I am I am hype as hell now on that Thunderhowl. Uh, character who deserves it, I should say. Um, can't say why, because because Aaron's here. We got to be careful. Yeah, but uh, Thunderhowl has has some good stuff. Uh, I got finally clobber. Um, Ooh. I, I so I'd mess with a clobber before before quarantine. because <laughs> uh, Hoopla Jeez. had picked up a clobber. Hoopla had picked up a clobber uh, and brought her to TCG night, and so I messed with his because he popped her open. I was like, "Oh, this is really good," and that's what got me to pick up Rack and Ruin the moment I saw him on sale. Clobber, I I got on sale and that package disappeared, and I got a refund, but left me left me hanging. So I finally just got Clobber. Uh, so I, I I do know I like I got her and already knew that I liked Clobber as a toy, uh, and I can confirm I still like Clobber as a toy. I still like the alt mode. I know the alt mode on both her and and Rack and Ruin get some guff. I think they're fine though. Uh, I I can't really defend any of the critiques. It's just that those critiques don't bug me on on specifically those kind of alt modes. Uh, and Clobber is just a, a fantastic. Uh, elevation of what those Cyberverse Ultras, you know, had the potential to be. And I'm glad that she and Rack and Ruin, and to a degree, I'm going to say Ultra Thunderhowl, too. Uh, and from what I've heard, Skullcruncher, it's like the Ultra class, it was a legitimate class with Shockwave. It has some real, I'm going to say, bummers to interact with that you should probably not buy, uh, unless you really like the characters. But uh, Clobber is excellent, and I do recommend Clobber to anyone. Also, Anyone who's finished season three understands that you do need Clobber because she's a very important character. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. Um, but uh, yeah, that does it for. Uh, oh, you know what though? I didn't. I, I didn't talk about this. I did also finally talking about the deluxes. I finally got Cyberverse Megatron, who was another deluxe I'd kind of slept on, and then suddenly the year went by. Uh, and uh, I felt this way about Optimus, too. I like him. Like, I know him and Optimus have, have gotten some guff, and also, like, folks have gotten some pretty junky quality ones with really bad joints. My Megatron's generally okay. I had to tighten his uh, his neck joint, because his head was just rattling around on the ball socket, and it was embarrassing. But uh, I really like his transformation. I, I understand his tank mode has a little bit of gappiness in the front, um, as far as, like, being able to just kind of see that his pelvis is there. But, like, the, the flow of that transformation, once you get it down, is so cool. Uh, how he, it almost feels like he just turns into a flat pancake of tank out of a fairly dynamically bipedal humanoid shape. So I, I really dig him. I like the Optimus, too. The Megatron, I think I actually like a little bit more than the Optimus. Uh, but, yeah, Cyberverse reports. Uh, this brings us to our, I, I, there was no movie toy news I could remember. Uh, so I was just going to say, did anyone get new studio series this week? Uh, huh. I did not. So have at. All right, TJ, go for it. What's your fresh studio series? Hot Rod and Scourge. I was wondering, I was wondering if this, if this was going to happen. Cause I, I originally said what Earthrise we got this week later on. I was like, I should change that to generations. And then it crossed my mind. I wonder if Studio Series, if, if this happens, because I forgot that you ordered from CMD Store. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I actually almost ordered from CMD Store, but then I was like, ah, they, well, those ones sold out, but they got the, the Kingdom Deluxes. And then I was like, this is the same price 
as pre-orders I already have that I'm going to get 10% off on, so I held off. Yeah. So they aren't yeah, the same I, price then. Well, they're the same price that's listed on EB Games, but because I am an Edge Card member, uh, I, I eventually get a 10% off on all toys um, due to my edge, my edginess. Uh, and that 10% adds up on, on a lot of deluxes. Yeah. So, TJ, uh, I want to start with Scourge because he's the one I've actually heard less about. Um, so mm-hmm. how did how did Scourge turn out? So Scourge is really, really nice, as right. you would expect, just from the look of him. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he, like he, robot, didn't, he didn't have any weakness going on. <laughs> yeah, ro- yeah, robot. the robot looks fantastic, works fantastic. I will say, the one thing I'm not a fan of is the way his hips work, like their, uh, the way his thigh swivel works. Because for whatever reason... Uh, it's one of those like mushroom pegged in like thigh things where like the back half is hollow and you can see where it's gotten pressed in. Yeah. Um, it's really, really tight on mine, like scary tight. And because it's such a, it's a very long stem of plastic that goes through his thigh to create that swivel that you, it's really hard to get any kind of, uh, meaningful motion out of it without feeling like I'm about to break something. Oh, is it like as long as the, I mean, this is a weird thing to just pull out, but, like, uh, Earthrise Wheeljack's biceps have a really long stem as well. And I, I felt similar on those. I actually went in and shaved them down because they were freaking me out. They kept clicking. Uh, uh, I, I haven't I haven't messed with that Wheeljack in a bit, so I couldn't tell you. But it, it's definitely, like, I, I, once I get it, once I get the joint moving, I give it, like, a few more twists just to, like, wear the plastic down a little bit more. Yeah. That, there's that it's that kind of feel. But and like, I, I I know ways that, that can be that can be alleviated safely without even shaving stuff, but it involves having shock oil, which like is it's, it's shock oil I think is becoming like on a floor polish level, like eventually everyone should just pick some up so you have the opposite of floor polish, because tight stuff like that is really freaky to deal with. Yeah. Well, I mean I've got shock oil. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I was gonna say like that. That seems like the kind of thing to add a drop if it's, yeah, if it's yeah. really tight. Yeah, that would definitely help. But like, uh, as would expect, because it is a sweep, it is a lot of shell off of his back for the transformation. Like, mm-hmm. not a whole lot of that robot actually goes into uh, the vehicle mode's look. It is. A, it does have a clever way of dealing with like. Uh, making making his head component the right in the right spot in vehicle mode. <laughs> That's a, yeah, this is weirdly specific thing for Scourge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like he like he has this thing on his back that folds up to create like the thruster on the back of his head, make it the proper size, and then someone else that comes up over his face, like like <laughs> like at, during the transformation, his head just becomes like perfectly encapsulated. So it's part of that piece, but it's also like. Mostly covered up too. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's kind of cool it's kind the, of funny for the biology of you know the robo biology of a transformer actually changing shape. I like the idea of like encapsulate the head and then rotate everything else around that core to mm-hmm. <laughs> to form the flying boat paddle. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was Studio Series eighty six has has really solid. Um, 
play value to me visually, and, I, and and so I'm. It sounds like that carries through on him. Like it's the transformation sounds like it's shell, but not like crappy shell. Like they're, you're, yeah, you're, do, the, you're doing stuff to form a mass around his head. Yeah, yeah. I, my one issue with the shell was uh, the final panels to close in go around these little tabs that may or may not fit and may or may not flex the wrong way. Hey, uh, I but that spoiler that may just I, be I, mine. This is something I'm going to talk about this week because I got all three Earthrise Datsuns, so I know how you feel about stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Those roof panels are a bummer. Good toys, mm-hmm. but uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, I'm 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 happy to hear that because you know Scourge is also obviously eventually for those of us with problems the the eventual Voyager troop builder, right? So you want him to yeah. turn out well. Do you think? Do you guys think they're gonna do like a sweeps two pack? I think it's like 50-50 odds they do a sweeps two pack. Like as a store exclusive. I could see it. I think it'd be salty. Yeah. It's not it's it's gonna be like a real like come on, come on, nerds. Come on. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like you said, salty. But I, I think it's a fifty fifty chance. I also tell myself this to talk myself out of thinking about troop building a Voyager. Because, <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? Hey, I just realized, Coneheads 2-pack, Seekers 2-pack, both from Earthrise. Technically, Scourge fits into that mold, right? For the sweeps. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, TJ, one other question about Scourge. Articulation-wise, aside from the weird thigh pegs, anything else in articulation that's a bit off, or is he generally solid? Uh, no, he is generally solid after that. Like, there's there's nothing that's, like, double-jointed or anything. Yeah, I double check real quick because I can't remember if his knees. Are, nope, knees are ninety degree, elbows are ninety degree. Uh, no, he's got all the articulation you expect these days, including the waists. Like, despite all that big awesome. shell that hangs off his back, his waist is unhindered. Oh, a waist joint on a character with big like wing backpack stuff is very powerful to me mm-hmm. as far as like emotive posing. So I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Uh, here's the other. Like, yeah, here's the other nice. The, like the other nice thing I will say about him. It's hard to find any hollow spots. Like, aside from the weird way his thighs are assembled, like, lower legs, like, everything in the back is completely solid. Uh, there's little gaps in the back of his elbows, but it's completely solid all the way around his arms. Like, oh, nice. He's a sturdy boy. I guess it helps that his wings are kind of, like, doing a lot of the wrapping, so he doesn't have, I'm assuming he doesn't have to, like, fold away a lot of stuff into his limbs. Yeah, this is true. That's probably helping. Uh, but let's let's talk about the main event because I've been hype about this one. I saw I saw a post from you on Twitter. It seems like he turned out well. How how is our boy, uh, Hot Rod Rodimus Prime Rodimus Hot Rod? Uh, he's in that transitionary phase that toy with all those accessories. So I'd, mm-hmm. I'd say he's he's a very hot Rodimus. Um, and I think I saw you mention this on Twitter. So my big question: Does he feel like a deluxe with accessories, or does he feel like someone who's riding inside the price point to do more than a deluxe? Uh, he definitely feels like an advanced deluxe. Okay, that like, that's my he, big want out of him, is to not just feel like a deluxe with stuff. Okay, so, I, I said it on Twitter, I'll say it on here, this is the best Hot Rod toy I've ever had. Ab- like, above the Masterpiece. It's that good. Yeah. Like, you, you look at him from the side, and it's, like, clean as all get out. 
Like it is beautifully nice. engineered. Uh, you have no, there's no discernible kibble hanging off of him anywhere. Uh, it amazes me that like he actually pulls that off so clean while doing the like the shoulder 180 rotation transformation from the movie. Someone was just I, I was going to say everything I've heard about that toy. It sounds like someone, maybe it was Kobayashi, is just like so fed up. With all like like this is the fifth attempt at Hot Rod technically right from like mm-hmm. classics masterpiece first try masterpiece second try Power of the Primes all trying to hit at some point within those toys a classic Hot Rod look and it feels like it sounds like this figure is just someone who's like I have had it <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm locking the doors we're we're friggin' I'm I'm lighting the candles I am I am gonna set up some incense to several different deities I'm gonna unlock the corners of my mind by putting this strip of ink into my mouth and I'm gonna friggin' figure this out <laughs> one way or another uh, the fact that it does the 180 with the arms amidst all that just feels like someone was like, I've had it. Like, it feels like an aggressive flex to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, if this was like double the size and you sold it as Masterpiece Rodimus 2.0 or Masterpiece Hot Rod 2.0, I would completely buy into it. Like, I mean, te- technically 2.5, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> No, but, like, aside from just, yes, he comes with, like, every accessory that the Masterpiece version did, except instead of a fishing rod, you get the effect part for the Matrix, which I honestly get more use out of. Hmm. Uh, you do have a fantastic level of articulation. He's got all, nothing's missing from his articulation count. Uh, his head opens up for the visor gimmick. So like that's okay. not a swappable part or any- that's not a swappable part or anything. Like his head transforms to create that. Uh, he also like he also has like the welder that's hidden inside his arm. If you flip that around, uh, uh, what's shocked me about it this because yes he is deluxe sized, uh, articulated hands, like not like individual fingers, but his hands do open up and hi- are like properly hinged. I saw that in some of the photos. Like that's what gave me hope that because like, I f- I felt like there was a, tr- a a decent I'll use the word danger which is a bit much but it, you know decent quote unquote danger that like he'd be a a very solid deluxe with some extra paint and you know extra knuckle joints and then a bunch of little bits and pieces to fill out mm-hmm. the Voyager box. But yeah, I, like you're from what I heard from you and what I've ascertained like just from the tone from folks who've picked one up is that he's. You know, he's he's doing that thing where, you know, being in a bigger box means he gets to do a bit more than someone who's just in a deluxe box. Uh, I'm just so happy that it sounds like they really hit it with Hot Rod, because I, I mean, I've had fun with other Hot Rod figures, and I think they've hit notes here and there, but, mm-hmm. like, that one looked so good that I was worried it was Power of the Primes again, where that core Hot Rod looked so good in the first photos, because no one knew about the shoulders. And I was like, I was like, what's the thing that's going to go wrong with this hot rod? Is it going to be the hot rod shoulder curse again? Like, what's going to happen? And they're like, no, here's him doing a matrix pose. And I'm like, this can't be though. Like, something has to go wrong. That's just how it is with hot rod. <laughs> like, literally, the only slight I have is that bit of yellow that's on top of the car. I don't know why that hinge was on the yellow sprue. Uh, it shouldn't have been. But that's literally the only thing I can find to fault it. Everything else is just amazingly well done. Man, given how well the rest of the toy turned out, and with my little head cannon about how it was made, you just gotta imagine, like, the, the final production piece comes out, and then, you know, whoever worked on it sees that little yellow dot, and it's just like, who dared? 
<laughs> who sneezed on my Mona Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm excited about that hot rod. That sounds really good. Uh, I, I I would say I would say like you know, or I'll ask you like say someone says it all sounds really great, but I'm really bummed out about technically still deluxe size in a Voyager box. Would you say that's still valid end of the day? If it just really rubs someone the wrong way, or is there something in there that's going to pull someone off that that fence? I mean, it's hard to pull somebody off of that mindset uh, if you don't if you don't find value in that many accessories, and that's you know, then yeah, it's a deluxe that they want thirty dollars for. You know, there's just there's just no avoiding that because some people find play value in all the different parts and everything, and some people just want a figure that transforms. You know, and yeah. if it's you know. If it's thirty bucks because it comes with a bunch of parts, then that's a, that's a negative, and he, it's hard to pull someone away from that. It, there's nothing like stunning about the accessories that's going to convince you this is worth the extra ten dollars. And Hot Rod does do, uh, he, he does feel far more polished, and he does come with extra bits of engineering you don't ever get on a deluxe. But I don't think it's going to be enough to convince somebody who just thinks it's too much to pay for just a deluxe with a bunch of parts. Yeah, part of the reason I was asking about about the extra engineering is because I did, when I saw the you know the accessory pile shots for him of like here's all the extra bits, I was kind of like I'm not into how those fit into a quarter of the palm of my hand, <laughs> and I'm really hoping the figure does some more stuff, and I'm glad to hear the figure does more stuff because truly I was like. Especially without a fishing pole in that box, I'm like, these are nice accessories, but these are all so small. <laughs> <laughs> these are all so very small. <laughs> this isn't this isn't helping me. Uh, but yeah, that, that that sounds like he's hitting the notes I want. I'm hi- I'm, I'm I'm hyped for that. I got my EB pre-order. Hopefully that pulls through. Uh, yeah, I was I was wondering if I was going to have to mutate this into what movie masterpiece we got this week, but it sounds like I can successfully bump that. To what other Transformers we got this week. Um, and that brings us to... Hey, uh, now we're into some some Kingdom talk. Uh, Aaron, we don't have to, I think, say as much because a lot of these we, we still did talk about for the most part, but aside from Dinobot <laughs> uh, and those core reveals. But uh, let's, let's, let's kind of bump through these, even though, you know... There's there's a lot of nice photos. Let's uh, let's cruise through to the next what we got. So it's not take super long, but I do want to focus on the beasts a little bit. Sorry, Huffer, because they are really intriguing me. Uh, this is first link. Um, let's get the quick one. So Ultra Magnus does have a completely different trailer and has a different front of the cab and looks like he he is you know very different from Siege Ultra Magnus while also not looking different enough that's, from Siege Ultra Magnus. That's Magnus. a different trailer? I, I, <laughs> I am pretty sure that's a different trailer. I know it doesn't help that it still looks like nothing <laughs> in a lot of these shots. Uh, but, like, I, I, go go Google up uh, a photo of the Siege one. Because um, I double-took when I saw the side-by-side, and I was like, oh! It's weird how much I'm not like I didn't even notice, and I don't know if that's a slight on Ultra Magnus here. <laughs> um, like the panel fill on it's a little bit different, but it's not. I mean, they're still. That's, it's a slightly different skin. Yeah, it's it's all it's it's a reskin is all that this is. 
Although the trailer, I thought the trailer was like also legit different. I mean, no, it's not in structure. Like the panels are different. Yeah. Well, most of them are. Oh. Like the the part towards the the back of the trailer, instead of being uh, open, has some fill in on it. The one closest to the cab is a solid piece, rather than being the just beams again and the one back from the cab has a little bit of fill on it but so, yeah, the, the, the two middle the, the are front, exactly the same the front third and the back third are different and that played a trick on my brain where yeah. i just assumed the whole thing was different you you fell for it you gullible idiot they their photography worked even though end of the day it just made me go like man for a completely new trailer this doesn't look all that great. Yeah, the <laughs> looking at looking at comparison shots of almost the same pose. It's yeah, I mean they've reskinned everything, sure. Like the the shoulder pylons have a different layout to them, the missiles look different. So yeah, it's a bunch of new parts, but it looks like I mean, it's not like it's a different toy. Well, that's what I was meaning, is, like, there's a ton of new stuff on him that it doesn't accomplish much. Yeah. Like, there's so much new stuff on him, which inherently should be something to make you say, hey, maybe I should pick this up in addition to my other Magnus. But at the end of the day, it's like, oh, it's Siege Magnus with the goggle eyes. Yeah, like the- <laughs> I mean, if if you like that aesthetic better, that more G1 look to him rather than the different look from War for Cybertron. More power to you. I think it's great. It's not, for it's me, not much of a different it's, look. <laughs> it's it's all that they've done is gotten like some green stuff sculpty and filled in stuff. Yeah. Or and, carved out stuff. But what really like, what really blows my mind is also like the amount of, of change to the, the the core robot for that truck cab. And, and the amount of new parts on that trailer, like so the, the truck cab is, you know, it doesn't have the big God Magnus grill on the front. Um, so it's like, oh, that's cool. That's new. But then it's like the trailer has all these new parts that still don't have like, you know, the, the kind of large top pylon look that would, would I think like kind of really carry out that whole makeover. There's so many new parts on him that don't so, so do anything. I think... <laughs> Like I think the only thing that's different on the like the truck it has a di- like again it has a different top and I think that it looks like the back of the of the hip plate that's like that diaper piece thing they just use the other side of that for both modes for the white optimus mode and ultra magnus and it doesn't use that flip to go between white ultra Ma- or white optimus prime and ultra magnus. Oh no, I, I mean on the, the truck mode, like also the like the bumper piece is different. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, and the top no, the that, entire that, that, truck that cab front, is different. That front part flips and is different. No, like, the, the top the, the top half is like the entire yeah. truck cab is different. Yeah, except for it's just again just fucking reskinned. That's that's two pieces. On on it, that's the transparent piece and the non-transparent piece, if it's even that much, or the totally painted piece, no, no, the, and it's no, just the, a like, different part. No, yeah, but I mean, like, that's a lot, that is, that is a lot of the truck cab that is completely new tooling. And it's like, sure. it's, again, for not, though, yeah. it's for not. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, like it, it's, it's just so weird to me how much effort has gone into him, yet it's... It, 
just kind of falls flat and it it's still for all that new tooling i have to str- i had to struggle for like multiple days to figure out like i wasn't putting a lot of time into it but i kept looking at him go like okay i guess it's siege and it's like oh no there's all these new parts oh but it's still siege and he's in his his final robot mode still looks so much like the siege one i don't mm-hmm. know it's it's really weird it's really yeah, weird it, siege, it, or, it, yeah it's, it is it is super weird i think um that that they've done it like that that I, and I don't know where that necessarily would like come from. Like, what was the decision maker on? Like, did Ultra did the original release of Ultra Magnus not get a great release? Like, was that something that was a weird corner case? Because I guess like no, Ollie's, Ollie's Ollie's was advertising like specifically Siege Ultra Magnus for like twenty bucks. Yeah, he he was wave not one. Siege, yeah, Siege Ultra Magnus for like twenty bucks at. You know, when they have like the hey, here's Tripticon for thirty five or whatever they do. Like yeah. they came across a bunch of them, so I don't know if that's a thing that like got produced a bunch of but didn't get distributed well I, I don't, or what I don't the know. deal is. Because he, he was to wave one, we've that, seen like, Shockwave everywhere, right? Like he shipped with Shockwave. I've seen that wave one all over the place. And yeah. like then he got yeah. redecoed in the spoiler box, right? Like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I, it's it's a thing where I just don't I don't understand where this comes from unless Ultra Magnus and the and some part of it is supposed to be a very important character. Well, he's, to, he's to, not not going to be in the Netflix shows. To, he's not going to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe he uh, is. Maybe this is the the sneaky reveal that no, this, this is, is going to be the, this the flip also, around uh, on the first spoiler is, box <laughs> this is this is also going to be a, a load bearer minimus ambus situation um could be i don't know it's it's really but weird yeah it's it's to, to me it, it's super odd that they went through and i mean i guess that's how you sell it again potentially and, <laughs> and that's not what i be mean the, though like the, they did all the this same work. toy we have at home they did all this um, work to make him not look very different. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the at the end, in the Ultra Magnus mode, DJ, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I, I we I have yelled a lot. I've caused Aaron to yell a lot. How are you feeling about this Ultra Magnus? <laughs> oh, that butt! I had fun with that butt on Twitter. I had a lot of fun <laughs> with that butt on Twitter, and I know that they just forgot to slide it up. But I had a lot of fun with that butt on Twitter. <laughs> you could you could park a him on that on that butt. I don't I I don't know why they went through so much effort to actually like redo this whole toy to make it look like G1 Ultra Magnus and did absolutely nothing to fix the problems that Siege Magnus had. Like I could kind of for like you look at the white cab in the vehicle mode, I could forgive the exposed thighs and the hands on the Cybertronian version of this toy, but it's an earth mode now. I kind of need you to do a little bit more to hide the fact that this truck turns into a robot. Just a little bit more. It's like a couple panels yeah. of some foldaway hands. Like you know, you know what that that would have been some work that a retooled trailer could also have assisted mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and they that's the other. I don't mean to go on. There's one other thing about the trailer panels that is starting to bug me now. So they retooled them. To the point where all it did was, if you look at an askew photo, it can convince someone like me who wasn't looking at it for very long to think, oh, it's a new trailer. Uh, 
it doesn't mean anything in the robot mode. <laughs> Those panels yeah. are still just an accordion stack in the mm-hmm. robot mode. <laughs> uh, I, I should also say, I don't think I'm going to pick this one up. I'll, yeah, <laughs> I'll put no. that layout there. Yeah. Uh, like, not, I picked or, up, I literally picked up Siege Magnus twice and wasn't mm-hmm. happy with the toy either time. Yeah. Yeah, like the 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 change on the core robot's chest when the butt pack is actually moved up in the back of uh packaging photo is the most exciting piece of retooling on him just because it does, you know, not having the Cybertronian pec windows. That does a lot because that's a front-facing piece of sculpting, but like that's about it. It's not enough to make me really want to fall over backwards to to pick this up. Um Let's talk about more exciting things. Let's talk about Dinobot. We finally got a good look at Dinobot. Uh, this toy's doing a lot. <laughs> I I think we I'd mentioned like, hey, maybe they can't quite pull off the sword or something because it looks like he's shooting a thing. Like, no, no, it's a sword. It's a sword, and it's yeah. in the tail. And he yeah. he he is pulling off a nigh masterpiece Dinobot level of shapeshift as a Voyager. Uh, and yeah, the Dinobot mode is not the best, but like it, it's not the best on the Masterpiece toy because there are limitations to that Raptor mode. And mm-hmm. I don't think that this one's suffering all that much given that it's Voyager. Uh, yeah, he, he looks good. I, again, it's it's a thing where I think from most of the angles that you're going to be looking at that Raptor as a Raptor, it looks Raptory. Like if we're cool with jets that just have friggin' robot legs hanging out underneath it or something, like. Yeah. That does a good job of pulling it together, and and okay, he has odd goldish lumps a few places. But did did you see the back of packaging photo where those were silver instead, or you know, brown instead of gold? Yeah, and in the robot mode, I don't think it affects the robot mode too badly. It would be great if that was some kind of running change. Yeah, <laughs> and and that may be a question of like I don't know. I would think that the super dynamic and the lava e background would be the more current version, probably than probably. the <laughs> than the 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 box photos version. But you ne- that's that's the thing that you can never know. I, yeah. I like until until they're actually coming out of store packages. The, like the he's one out, he's wired out so up in, soon. The one wired up inside of a box, it's gold, not brown. So that's probably what it's going to be. Yeah. I mean, we we did have like the Earthrise Optimus are his hands gray or blue thing that went on until that was at stores. Mm-hmm. True, true. Yeah, like we we won't know till he's out. He's so close to being out, and the only physical photo of a toy with gray hips is that back of packaging shot, which was probably a hand paint. To mm-hmm. some degree, uh, I'm going to err on the side of caution that he probably is going to be, you know, kind of weird side booby in Raptor mode. You know, whatever. Uh, TJ, I got to know because you like Dinobot. How is this Voyager hitting you? I am thoroughly impressed with this Voyager. I didn't think they would be able to pull off Dinobot this well at that size. Yeah. I thought that that packaging window was hiding something, and it turns out it was just hiding a good toy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, there, now, it's a little bit they weird. They spent in the be- so much money on that art work that they decided that you're buying the toy anyway, nerd. Here's the art. <laughs> <laughs> you're buying a painting. It comes we, free with a toy. We don't have a TCG to put the full art on anymore. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, what if this art was commissioned for the TCG? Uh, oh, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, the, have, have you looked at the side art on some of the Earthrise toys? The freak, like, like run amok and God, mm-hmm. God. Anyway, we can't go there. Uh, TJ, yeah, the, the the fact that like like the robot silhouette is so good. And I joked, I was like, you know, how this looks really good considering he probably can't do stuff like, you know, turn inside out like the masterpiece. And someone on Twitter told me, like, it kind of looks like he's turning inside out, though, in the torso. And I was like, damn it, you're right. Like, <laughs> this could just be micro masterpiece Dinobot. Mm hmm. Yeah, like, well, I, I know a lot of people are making those comparisons with a lot of the modern toys that they just they feel like mini masterpieces. Um, in this case, this one has this one has a little bit of accuracy to that. Like like it is weird. Like if you look at his beast mode too much, you do notice. Well, he's just got big legs hanging out. That's his belly. Um, yeah. That's no worse than his original toy. So I'm giving that a pass. And, and, and like it, that, I was gonna say that's that's part of, like some of the biggest work the masterpiece toy does is reshaping his robot legs into curvy stuff that that you know blends in down there better. Hmm. Uh. And that's the thing. I, I, I'm like, yeah, that's something we're going to lose on this one for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. <laughs> but no, like I am astonished at how, how good it comes out considering the budget that it has. You know, it it's doing a lot to come together. Like it's, it's again, where it's like the only thing I can really like, the only, the only thing where I feel like it comes up short is just a few uh, coloring details here and there. Like, a yeah. purple sword, and like I wish the bones on his legs were painted, and that's literally it. Everything else looks great. Yeah, it's all this stuff that, and and, and for all that said, because I agree with you, it's like those those parts also feel like things that are you know where you're going to dial back from a masterpiece delivery because it's a Voyager. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the paintwork on his head is really strong. Like if that blue is that crisp against the gold helmet in production, I'm going to be amazed. Like that looks really strong. Uh, like his face just comes through in that head sculpt so strongly. Oh and, yeah, and I think that's kind of hard to pull off on 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 a character like him. Like you got to be able to hit some of those angles perfectly, and the blue has to pop out. You yeah. can't mm-hmm. like you can't have that blue get muted in the helmet or the whole. Yeah. I think the whole effect goes away. Yeah. My yeah. my biggest question is why purple on the sword? I. T- that that is confusing <laughs> to me because it's not a color that appears anywhere else on the toy. Like it's yeah. not even like it. Oh, it just ended up on that sprue because of budget reasons. Right. No, it's just purple. It's. I think it's yeah. a paint app, honestly, because the handle is the same color plastic as his gold or his amber. Yeah. So. You know. Is that it, is that something to like make it look like it's metallic without, like I resorting mean, it, to, like they have good silver paints. Well, his his sword was a, on the masterpiece. Wasn't his sword like a kind of not it was quite pink, purpley, chromey? It was pink. It was, like it was pink, pink on the yeah. masterpiece because there's some shots in the show where the lighting hits it weird, and it does have that kind of hue to it. But like, if you if you see Dinobot just out in like broad daylight, it's a silver sword. You yeah, know, it's definitely yeah. not purple. Let's put it that way. I, I was gonna say, what if this is their quiet nod to Universe Two? Dinobot. <laughs> oh God! Mm. <laughs> <laughs> if I recall correctly, he had some purple on him. If I recall correctly, I never actually owned that version of the toy. I just got the Sakara one. <laughs> he was he was per- he was like 
purple and yellow instead of bronze and blue because they wanted him to look more evil. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. That's, that's what the purple is. It's a little. It's a little shout out. <laughs> I well, the, well, the shout out here is the fact that Dinobots being sold as a Predacon because they have to fill out the line for the, Predacons. I was trying to find on his box where the insignia was. I, I see it now on the top of the box and on the back. Yeah, I was wondering how they were gonna gonna push him. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Dinobot is, I think, a real standout, and, like, he was the one pre-order I couldn't get on EB Games, because he went immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I gotta, I gotta hunt one down eventually. But no, it's a real standout, uh, and 100%, if, if you're turned off by his dinosaur mode, absolutely. There's a certain thing with Dinobot you gotta be able to stomach, which is a weird-looking dinosaur mode. Uh, I will say I've seen a lot of a lot of smack talked on the head sculpt of the dinosaur mode. I don't like think it's stunning, but truly, I don't really think it looks awful. Uh, it looks weird, but I don't super get how his head yeah. sculpt has been a target uh, of, of criticism that it, much. It, it's it's not horrible, but like we've seen in Kingdom where there is a there is a push to make the 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 beast modes. You know, air quote more realistic than the original uh, toys and animation models were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can see it. I, like, I'm not, I'm not going to defend the head sculpt really that much because I don't. Like I said, I don't really feel passionate about it. I was just surprised how many people were calling that out as like the weak point on him, and I was like, I, I guess. <laughs> I mean, there, there's, there's part of me that well, I see that argument because like. More than most other Transformers, like Beast Wars characters, have just as much character in their Beast modes as they do the robot modes. Just because yeah. they spent so much time talking and uh, just roaming around in the show as animals. So it's one of those situations where, like, it's probably more, just as important to get the Beast mode right because it is just as identifiable to the character as the robot mode. Yeah, yeah I, I would agree with that. Even then, though, I just, I don't, like, it's not, like I said, it's not amazing. I just don't feel like it's, it's hideously missing the mark, really. <laughs> it's just kind of scaly in, in a couple shots, but, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to harp on it for too long. It's just something that stuck out to me. Uh, I, I mean, I will say, Air Razor does have a nicer looking Beast Mode head sculpt. Air Razor has a nice looking everything. Air Razor looks incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I had been, like, we, last episode, which, you know, came out after this stuff dropped, because that's just how it goes when me and Aaron talk about potato photos, but I don't care. Um, we were worried about the idea of the robot mode having quite a backpack, and, it, you know, the packaging was doing what that packaging's been doing with the Earthrise RC reissue in the line, where they're just literally covering it with cardboard, and it made me feel kind of like, oh, no, like, what's going on back mm-hmm. there? Nothing wrong's going on back there. The backpack's fine. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah. She she looks like due to the additional joints in her wing that there's like one one photo that's a really good um robot or um animal mode um across the wings. It looks like basically between all those parts it's like two double wishbone type things that then the robot mode shows a good job. I mean it's still bigger than what her like wings were in the show, but Oh yeah, CG, CGI where physics weren't uh, a thing and collisions weren't a thing because it just kind of went whip. Uh, things fold. Things shrunk in and arms grew out on some of those. Mm-hmm. I, I think um, we might have we might have said it 
last episode, but like the idea of her just having big articulate wings as opposed to a show accurate wing pack is like mm-hmm. that's not a loss because yeah. a robot with no. wings looks cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. this definitely looks good. Even the like condensed version, it makes like a kind of like a coronation cape on Starscream. Like yeah. it's it sits out a little bit, it drapes down a little bit. It's there. It gives volume and presence that I like. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I like this better than if we got some mad Takara Matt you know, you know, Beast Wars masterpiece type of scheming of how you get those like little like fried chicken wing winglet <laughs> parts on her robot <laughs> mode baby, instead baby of yeah, chicken the, wings. the little baby chicken wings that you see those when you order wings and you're like why? Why did you get like no, the, you give that to broth there to stock. You don't provide that as a fried wing come on people like yeah. tangent road but well, it, I, it, I like the way that it looks with that and then some of the other modes of like okay wings all the way out like we're doing business looks really cool looks like some hawkman style stuff like well and the, the wing pack folded up also and this is a really specific thing to hit it looks like an actual robot with wings when they would fold their wings up like mm-hmm. it looks like a, mm-hmm. a tactical wing pack, which mm-hmm. is really—it's a hard like thing a good, to hit. Like a good X Men Angel comic where they remember that you can't just actually have them disappear underneath a t shirt. Yeah, right. <laughs> no trench coat. Got to give them that extra length. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's a lot to say about Air Razor, but like the wings were, I think, the big thing to like that you know if you're going to tell me one thing about her, tell me how the wings work, and and like this is the best ending for the wings. Mm-hmm. Like. The, and, and and there's more I can say. TJ, like you know, I could hear you. Like, sounds like the wings are hitting it for you. Like, among other things, probably. But yeah, just about everything on this toy is hitting me. Yeah, How, they hit everything, man. They hit the bird mode, the mode that anyone would have said, "No, it's fine. You can't do that. It's fine." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They they got the bird mode in in not just flying where it's like yeah it's gonna be a bird and a bird head with wings and a panel and then a bunch of stuff underneath the standing bird photo I think looks awesome mm-hmm. oh yeah like uh, we we do have to like ignore it's a typical transformer oh there's robot parts under there but still like the silhouette is spot on yeah unbelievable that they pulled that off on a deluxe. Like, mm-hmm. and that's it's the not photo just that like, sold me. Yeah, and it's not just the fact that like, it it is a very nice like like you can do the wings out, you know, bird in flight, bird perched. But I love how much range the head of the bird has. The fact that it has a swivel, it has an opening beak. You can emote with it, which is yeah, yeah. It it looks down even like you got a lot of range mm-hmm. on that where typically especially with the older beast wars toys like the head just stays static yeah like or you know like on a rat trap for instance it's it's often like yeah it's part of the shell you know it's it's mm-hmm. it's a chunk that goes into his chest it folds up there's a bunch of shell that connects to it that's that like like this an air razor is precisely the kind of beast mode where this would be the one where it's like, yeah, she turns into a statue of a bird, and that's fine, because she turns into a cool-winged robot. Somehow this one does both. Uh, I, I think it helps that, like, you know, her robot legs are the bird legs, and they've got a digitigrade joint to make them blend in as bird legs better. Uh, that's a stroke of genius, in my opinion, because it also means you can give her bird legs in robot mode. 
which is, you know, thematically on, I think. Um, if that's your choice, like, and also again, the head sculpt on her friggin' hits it. Another head sculpt. I think that is not easy to get is air razors. Um, because of all the overhang and all the extra accoutrement, you got to get the eyes to pop. And it, if that's how it looks in production, they got the eyes to pop again. Uh, and I, I also want to mention, uh, cause I saw this, I saw this mentioned on Twitter by my friend Genevieve and I was like, yeah, you're right. First female deluxe transformer in a while that doesn't look like RC. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't have, you know, 95% of her alt mode on her back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she's a, she's a just a good-looking robot whose body mass turns into her alt mode and then it's like, you know what? Just to strike the point home even more, she she uses her body mass to turn into a frigging bird that looks kind of like a bird. Like <laughs> that's a lot. Uh like the only thing I'll say about the bird mode is if you look at the shot that's like a close up of the top of the bird, there's a a, a certain amount of of um, drag underhang under the tail feather, uh, which I think that the standing bird shot is covering a little bit with the wings. Okay, you know, that's <laughs> whatever. Where where is it going to go? I don't know. The bird mode is so tiny in in concept. Like, yeah, there's going to be some stuff back there, but like. Oh, it's so impressive. Air Razor turned out so well. I can't believe how well she turned out. Uh, so talking about that shot, where it's a close-up of her back, what are those four slots for? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I was going to say, maybe someone can ride on top of her. Maybe there's going to be, like... Ooh. Yeah, I don't... Because we already know what Rat Trap looks like. He doesn't, he doesn't have little tabs on him for that, right? No. Maybe some core class figure will just have interlocking ta- tabs. Maybe <laughs> hidden Magna Boss mode. <laughs> hmm. oh, that's I did weird. see some. I, I did see someone on Twitter mention like maybe like maybe this is pre tool for like Magna Boss Silverbolt. I mean, maybe. if if that's the case, yes, please. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't notice those things. I just because yeah, doesn't I'm look sitting like here they're... flipping around trying to see if it's like some part of it. But the way that those wings had fold over, those are folding over. Like uh, that becomes vertical. That flips. That there, there flip. are yeah. there are matching. There's matching C square tabs on her backpack that are on either side of her robot mode head that look like the same shape, but that's not the right position for them to do anything. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. I mean, okay, one other thing. What's up with her final shot with the, the mutant mode homage? <laughs> what was going on there? Oh, the, the Animorph mode? Yeah. yeah. I just thought that was a, a shout-out to the old, like, mutant head gimmick of, like, animal head! But She what? didn't have one. Yeah, correct. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> It was a very odd shot to take. Between that and Ultra Magnus's core robot just having the butt pack, I was kind of like, I wonder how that day went. Yeah. <laughs> but at a certain point, people were like, oh, I want to go home. Um, but yeah, Air Razor, you know, it sounds like we all we all agree. Freaking Air Razor standout. Dinobot turned out well. I almost feel like Air Razor almost scooped some of Dinobot in a way. Because it's like Dinobot 
It's like, you got to pull off one thing. Air Razor, it was kind of assumed she wouldn't be able to pull off one thing that she did. Yeah, I, I, I think because Dinobot is, like, the character of Beast Wars and one of the most popular characters, they know they have to hit it out of the park with the toy. Yeah. Where Air Razor was just like... She is a latecomer in season one. She's only there for some of the episodes. Like, what are they going to do? Yeah. And, and like, low-key, I feel she was one that they had to hit out of the park because she's so easy to just, you know, pop out there. Like, oh, bird transformer, air razor, yeah. whatever. Like, that's a loving air razor. That feels like, again, like a pet project that someone has been, like, stewing on for a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh. Anyway, I just th- had the I just had the idea of like okay we're finally doing Beast Wars and dude in the back of the room's like yes here hold on thump here's 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 what I've been working on and on lunches yeah I got Air Razor ready to go oh well we were gonna mm, we were just gonna we're gonna reissue RC and the guy just stares at him <laughs> and it's like okay well we got to reissue RC we already made the packaging <laughs> uh. Low key, I kind of like how in the in the sex. So we're, the next day they revealed even more. I think it was the next day they revealed even more stuff. The only one who has no new fo- photo shoot is RC because <laughs> she's just in a packaging refresh, uh, which is you know that that's going to happen. But uh, stuff that we'd seen in the potato photos, Huffer, uh, Aaron. I don't really feel like there's much new for us to say about Huffer because he was kind of like we can see that he has you know the the expected truck mode. Yeah. Um. But. We saw most of his robot mode. The truck mode is accomplished. Um, but TJ, uh, how are you feeling about about Huffer here, kind of making his way into into Kingdom? Uh, honestly, Huffer was a delightful little surprise. I mean, I remember the first photo of him that came out, and he had that big shield piece going. Oh God, here we go again. Like, oh, yeah. Huffer's got such a <laughs> Huffer's got such a simple transformation style. How did you manage to like require like shield shell on him? No, no, it's just this nice optional piece to turn him into this little dump truck mode, and it mm-hmm. becomes a shield. And I'm completely fine with that. You take it off. That's his G1 mode, spot on. Beautiful. Yeah. Yep, he looks good. He's compatible with Prime's trailer, so you can recreate that scene from the G1 cartoon. Uh. Yeah, like there's it's it's not a design that's uh difficult to pull off. But yeah, I, I that's, am that's what I would say. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a very I, simple design, but Well when I say that we were kinda waiting to see what the truck mode looked like, that comes with the undertone of like I was going to really kinda furrow my brow if that truck mode somehow didn't turn out. Cause mm-hmm, yeah. it should be impossible for the truck mode not to turn out. <laughs> But no, like uh, I, I think he, I think he is surprisingly nice looking, considering you know they they could have gone very simple with him, and they seem to do a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm interested to see how his torso works. Um, I'm interested to see what his arms do because, like, they, you know, I mean, his arms literally you can see what they do, but it, it seems like they do some repositioning stuff that that's kind of cool. Uh, and it seems like his torso gets eaten by the truck cab in a way that's more so than just the cab closing over it. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how he turns out. Uh, Rack Tonight, whose name I was not able to remember last episode. Uh, I don't have lots to say because I still don't really have much to say about the fossilizers and photos. I need to handle some of them. Um, do you guys have any, any thoughts on Rack Tonight you want to throw out there? Uh, yeah, it's another one that 
is going to have to be uh, in hand for me. Um, like entirely skeletal transformer. Okay. Very clearly parts former transformer. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm, I've been fine with that with the weaponizers and the other ones. I always forget the name of <laughs> um, modulators modulators. Don't so know why I remember, but <laughs> the, these fossilizers, they're probably going to be okay. As long as they pull the gimmick off. Well, um, I'd, I mean, I'd probably prefer it if they were less parts formery, but I think once you're skeletal like that, you don't have the places to hide mass. You just do tricks for parts. I'll, I'll get over it eventually. Yeah, I think, I'll, I think I'll, I'm going to... Like, Aaron, I think you're more over it much faster than yeah, I am. Yeah, it, it's uh, more the, the one image of, like, my Triceratops head opens up and I vomit out an arm. It's how cool it would have been if you could actually they are. if you could actually vomit an arm out though that was folded up in there like that yeah. would have been. Well, you could have it like the bottom jaw hinges sideways and then an arm flips around or something. But yeah, like, there there are potential ways to to do it's, things like that. It's and, clearly the play pattern that they are designed for from yeah. the ground up. And yep. so at a certain point, I can't, all I can say is like on all of them, every weaponizer, every modulator, I felt like at a certain point, there is one step that I wish wasn't a parts form step. And I'm okay with some of the other ones, some of the other steps. There's on all of them. There's always one step where I'm like, really wish that had been, this had been a hinge, mm-hmm. but you know, I'll, I'm going to get over it. It's not like it's not, it's not going to be a, a war drum I'm pounding on. It's just going to come up whenever I'm messing with them and talking about them. Uh, Ractonite's really weird, though, I think. Of all the fossilizers, he seems <laughs> by far the weirdest. Uh, it's the other arm that's also really weird. <laughs> mm. uh, DJ, any thoughts on Ractonite? I mean, I do, I do still really like the aesthetic. I mean, I mean, it's a, it's a, you know, for, you know, it's, it's just like an undead uh, Triceratops looking guy. Like, that's, that's fine. Uh, I do like the, I, I like the general look of him. He doesn't look as uh, interesting to me just because as uh, uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the first one. Oh crap! It just fled my brain. I was going to mm. say Velociraptrix. That's not its name. <laughs> <laughs> but it's something like that. It's... No, it's not. It's definitely not that. But the core size ter- one or whatever. Tyrannolosaurus. No, the the, the last wave <laughs> one. Terranoraptics. You're you're driving me nuts. I'm gonna have to look this up now. (laughs) What what have you done? Why? Triceratera Paleotrax. I got the back half right. I got the back half right. (laughs) Yeah, he he was eventually gonna get there after he'd made every English phenome sound. Um eventually he'd come around to it. I like to chew on my phenomes, what can I say? But no, that one seems to come together a little bit cleaner, I guess, just because it's not nearly as bulky. And yeah, it, there's a there's some awkwardness in the arms, but like they look like they're going to be amusing. So I'm I I am kind of looking forward to him too. The the one thing that I'm kind of curious about on him, his torso, his his chest piece is a very large, thick piece. And I wonder if there's some hidden foldery in there for the sake of interacting with, you know, connecting onto other figures. Like, you know, they always like like on on uh, on the guy, what's his name, modulator with the bucket scoop. 
in his stomach. Yeah. Uh, ironworks. Like maybe there's something hidden in there that's just kind of cool. You know, we'll we'll see. Uh Inferno, I don't know that there's much to say because he is just a very he is hitting all the notes of the predicted retool of grapple, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um granted, I have not yet messed with grapple still. <laughs> and and there there is a lot of um new stuff on Inferno, it looks to me. Like like the mm-hmm. the, the winglets, the the hose. He's piece, entirely different the same way that Ultra Magnus was entirely different for you. There I shortcutted it. Oh yes. <laughs> I, I actually assumed some more parts of him were the same. Uh but again, I don't have grapple. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Aaron, do you feel, is there, is there anything surprising on him for you? Uh, no. I mean, hosey details, his head wing things. I think his cab is different. Oh, yeah. I, I, I assume that. I'm not sure it is. I thought the cab, I mean, I don't have grapple. I just assumed the cab and a bunch of the vehicle underhang was the same. Uh, I mean,. Yeah, no, yeah, the cab is skinned a little differently. Oh, that's nice. I think maybe. If that's the case, I've they got, didn't I've have got, to I've do got, that. I've got different I, angles on it. No, they might be the I'm, same, and I'm just seeing a different angle. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking over my shelves yeah. okay, at my grapple, I'm, and I can't I'm, tell. I'm, I'm, yeah. Here's a different image that the one image that I had was a drastically different angle. Yeah, the cabs are the are the same. It's the Clever application of paint apps on windshield wipers and, I guess, not on headlights that that changed up the looks. Well, I, I like those kind of optical illusions, though. Like that's... But, but, yeah, the the hose accessory pieces that just plug into a 5mm port to, to change up some of the profile of it. I mean, it's... Okay, but the... Because the, the, I thought... So the vehicle mode is mostly grapples, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I was like, if they retool shell pieces all over that, like I'll be impressed. But I, I didn't really think they did. Uh, the ladder does some neat. Like the ladder could have been a lot less interesting than it is. I'll say that. Like, you know, it doesn't have. It's nice when it extends. They could have gotten away with the ladder not extending. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's, there's stuff going on there. Uh, I forgot. Again, I don't have them, so maybe maybe Grapple's crane also just extends. I think it actually does. Now that I'm thinking about some photos I saw, so maybe that's not quite as exciting as I thought it was. Uh, I feel bad for Inferno. That I mean, I feel good for Grapple. I'm gonna reword that. I feel good for Grapple that he's the one everyone thinks of now, and that Inferno gets to be the one where people are like, "Oh yeah, you." <laughs> uh, especially in this line where Inferno's like, "Oh, oh no, we wanted the other Inferno." Sorry. Yeah. Um but that, this that is... see that's how that's how they're gonna rope a dope us. We're gonna see Inferno <laughs> and the next case assortment. We're like oh, they carried that forward? What the crap, man? That's Surprise! why would you do that? <laughs> and there's just no stock photos until someday somebody's at the store like well, and not then, that that had actually happened. But then the weird part is it's just it's just literally transmetal to not inferno. <laughs> just they they found another crate of those <laughs> in a warehouse. Uh I forgot his actual name. You know um, what I mean. I scavenger. Antagony? Scavenger. Scav- scavenger. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, the- yeah, when 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 all the Toys R Us is shut down, they just found hordes of them just piled up <laughs> into stock rooms. What's this shipping container? What's this? They just put a kingdom sticker on the box it's, and then they just market it as like, yeah, it's a throwback. <laughs> it's been holding up it's it's been holding up the coffee table this whole time. Mm-hmm. 
some, it turns out that if you let the transmetal 2 chrome cure this long in a sealed package, it becomes bulletproof. So you're welcome, everyone. Uh, no, the, the big surprise, two more core figures and establishing that the core class is kind of friggin', uh, like, I, I always, I, I, let me preface this. Whenever people say clearly Hasbro has learned from third parties, I always kind of frown a little bit at the way that's worded. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it is, I think, an accurate way maybe to describe this in that with the demonstration that there is a market that I think has always been there and has been tapped into before, officially, for just good, small transformers of known characters. Uh, Core Class seems to be doing that with with all of its G1 characters because these are joining that Optimus. Uh, the Starscream and Megatron, who to me look like really good pocket scale, like inexpensive transformer toys that hit a lot yeah. of a lot of marks. Uh, that Starscream, pretty darn good Starscream for, you know, core class. Uh, there's more transformation going on in him than the last time I had a little tiny Starscream, uh, officially. I forgot what line that was in. But that was one where it was like, the transformation was kind of neat, had one cool trick. Um, truly, I can't remember what line that was from now. Uh, this one seems to be doing some more interesting stuff and is, you know, decently posable. That Megatron looks fantastic to me for pocket scale. Uh... I mean, obviously, he's carrying a G1 Megatron as a gun, and that's very cute, but the head sculpt is dead solid. Uh, I like the color layout um, on the robot mode, and the tank mode, I think it looks really darn good, all things considered. Uh, You know, yeah, there's a fist there. It'll happen, but I'm into these, and if there's, like, you know, two or three more really solid, like, kind of evergreen core classes mixed in here, I'm all for it, because also... Core class ain't really taken, if you're going to use the phrase I hate, not really taken slots from needed Beast Wars characters, necessarily. It's not like there's reams of rat trap sized characters to be stuffing in there, unless I'm forgetting someone. There's uh, literally... Well, I mean, there's... As far as, like, in-show characters, like... That's no. what I mean, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Air, Razor got, Air, Air Razor got promoted to deluxe size, and then after that, it's Quick Strike, and that's it. Yeah, Quick Strike, and then, like, maybe Pterosaur. Maybe. <sighs> Although, having seen Air Razor, I'd be bummed out, because I would like him to be a deluxe, if that's what they can pull off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Maybe yeah, that's, I, if you're going to continue... Well, And see, that's the rough thing, is it seems like this War for Cybertron trilogy has been fewer wave assortments and more focused because it'd be like this would be a neat place to put like the uh what was it like razor beast or you know some of those other yeah like basic size beast wars things that'd be a neat thing to do with that but at the same time i wonder if like somewhere along the way Hasbro suits say something along the lines of like, well, in order to maintain our IP on, you know, Starscream or Megatron. Oh, but they don't need it they has put out to. so many. Right. <laughs> well, I know. I know. But but I wonder if it's if it's one of those things. It's like especially after everything they had to do to get Bumblebee back, you know, from what we've been told with the Bay movie, like how how difficult it was to do that and lock it in. If they're just like, no, we released friggin seven star screams a year across six different lines I, I, like I, I there, say... there's no way to say that we are not aggressively supporting the look of this <laughs> f-15-ish jet in white red and blue this is ours back the up 
I, I would I would I would hazard the guess as a layman that like Bumblebee was also a double whammy of of more difficult circumstances in A being relevant to Volkswagen and B having just the name of an animal as his name. Mm-hmm. Uh probably well, also and a DC was, character. Was, yeah, that's what I was gonna add. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh there's a lot more stacked on him than say Starscream. There's I, I was going to say Starscream and Megatron, I think, are they, they are baked in. And probably after Bumblebee, anyone is now more baked in going forward to, mm-hmm. to avoid the Bumblebee situation. Oh, for uh, sure. But 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 I, I wonder if there's some part of that that's like every line has to have the evergreen characters in it at some point. Um, just so that we can say that these characters are in every line. And I mean... It's also a retail trick where they're going to buy this because there are notable yeah. characters that the retailers know. You know, that, Megatron, that could be Starscream's too. always you're, know. You're trying to say to a toy buyer, you're saying you have a Transformers line. All right, where's your Megatrons and your Starscream? It's like, yeah. well, this line doesn't have that. <laughs> Everybody a, knows Starscream. A, He's got to be in there. You can't sell a, a rat, line without what, that. Yeah, like what's a ractonite? What's a yeah. cheetor? Like, <laughs> what's a rat trap? No, we sell those down by the pesticides next to the ant traps. I, I was gonna, I was gonna say, Occam's razor on this is more so like they want to maintain the obvious push for continued evergreen character recognition, so that they can establish them as childhood characters for people in the 2020s. Even though that's creating this weird cyclic nostalgia that I think is going to consume itself sometime in the next ten years. <laughs> But I, I think it's more so just we got it. We want to have those name characters in the line, so that also people just walking down the toy aisle go like, "Oh, Starscream! Only ten bucks! Yeah!" I don't know what mm-hmm. they cost in America. I'm making assumptions. It's ten bucks. Okay. Yeah, they're like twelve bucks in Canada. So I just guessed. Uh, but like, and, and yeah, I, I will. You know, I will happily concede also, like that. These are taking the slots of non-show Beast Wars characters who could happily have been probably more interesting things to put into these spots. But if they gotta be Optimus, Starscream, and Megatron, and, you know, probably, I'm gonna guess, you know, uh, a Bumblebee and maybe a Grimlock, you know, uh, possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they are done to this caliber as 10 American dollar pocket scale toys, th- please, and, and you know what, carry this class forward. Because uh, you know, one of the of all the third party toys I've fallen behind on, uh, whose stuff I want to pick up in its entirety to catch up on, it's New Age, because I feel like they've been rewriting the book again on pocket scale. Uh, they're the next mm-hmm. company to do that, and I, I want to catch up on their stuff, especially in light of those Galvatron colorways they've been showing. Uh, so I would love for there to be official, um, you know, officially designed and made. Uh, counterparts for that stuff that is, you know, obviously at a lower price point, but that fills out that price point with bang for your buck. And like this Megatron, I think is a great one to look at because, you know, yeah, his feet don't transform at all. They're just in the back of the tank mode. So he's pushing the envelope a lot, but he comes out looking bulky, looking like Megatron, having a cute accessory and looking to me like he has at least to a certain degree, like, you know, decent quick transformation. He's 12 steps. Starscream, look at the back is 17 steps. Again, they BS those steps a lot. Each of his tail fins mm-hmm. on his ankles are probably a step. But... Oh, two or three each. Yeah, yeah. You gotta easily. fold it up, you gotta rotate it, and then maybe clip it in place? Something like that. You know, definitely rotate and flip on each one. So that's, you know, four steps taken up by those tail fins. But that's a $10 Starscream, 
whose pocket scale seems decently poseable, has, has a, a good robot mode and a decent jet mode, and can say 17 steps. Like, that's pretty cool. Uh, I, yeah, I'll, I'll also throw in there. Looks like on the jet mode, his head is just under the nose cone. I'm hoping the face is at least not facing down, because that would be a bummer. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I'm I'm way into these. These are these are tickling very precise muscle on the back of my neck <clears throat> that usually I got to turn to more expensive stuff to get uh, to get that hit. So I'm into it. I'm into it. Uh, any other thoughts on the core class uh, folks you guys want to throw in? Because then we, I forgot actually. This was the next topic. Speaking of core class, Bumblebee. <laughs> uh, I, where did this get revealed from? Dorkside Toys, friend and friend site and sponsor. Okay, yeah, they're on the top banner, I guess. Okay, uh, a retailer uh, had these photos as a reveal. I'm guessing an official reveal of uh, War for Cybertron, Buzzworthy Bumblebee two pack featuring Spike. So this is the first thing I think we've seen with this branding, where it is under the War for Cybertron trilogy, but not any one part of it. Uh, which I guess is something maybe they're they're going to be using going forward for possibly retailer exclusives or something. Who knows? Uh, I'm not sure if it's been cleared up anywhere, but uh, this is... I think this is a completely new toy, this Bumblebee. Yep. Yeah. Because he... Yeah, he, look, he looks... like At first I thought maybe he was off of the old 2013 one, given the way the feet looked, but no, if, if he is, that's it, and I don't think he is. Uh, the, like, he, he's a completely new Bumblebee, and he comes with... A slightly sad-looking Spike in exosuit. Um, Slightly (laughs) sad? You're being nice. Yeah, really. Mostly because they advertise him as having an alt mode. (laughs) One-step transformation. He falls over on his face. Well, no, his backpack is folding over on that hinge, too, so that's your one step. They could have... Hey, they could have called it a two-step. Who screwed that up? Uh, Rotate 90 degrees, flip this part. That sounds like two steps. He lies down and his backpack folds over. Uh, there was a rumor of a Daniel in exosuit coming with a Studio Series 86 slag. And so seems like that's a likely thing, given that there's no face, just a silver bullet for a head on this thing. So uh, <laughs> the Bumblebee, the only real thing about him I'm not into is the, the I, don't, I don't even mind the backpack. I just mind how much it's yelling at you from where it is. Like the backpack has like four things sticking out, so it's like, it's like, hey, look at me, what's up? I'm his backpack. Uh, I think one could definitely look at it as as mimicking movie Bumblebee's wings to a certain degree. Uh, I don't hate it. I'm just like, that's a real standout kind of not into this aspect of him. Otherwise, this Bumblebee, I think, it looks fine. Uh, I like the head sculpt a lot. Transformation looks like it could be interesting for the size. The the vehicle mode is adorable. Um, Aaron, how are you feeling about this two-pack? Aside from, obviously, you seem to hate Spike a lot more than I do. <laughs> um, I, th- I think it's a silly add-in. More, I, It's not, like, hatred or dislike of it. It's just, like, why? It's like, what happened to you? <laughs> yeah. It's it's just a, a thing that's that's odd to me and do they actually have a price on it because it says the images are from them but i don't see it on their i'm gonna go look like i'll go website because i mean that could definitely be something to me that makes or breaks it because if it's you know core price core class price then all right cool 
if it's you know, is this fifteen dollars? Yeah, it doesn't and list a price anywhere. Can't find them. Yeah, yeah. If it was if it was ten dollars, that's a neat thing for ten dollars, maybe. Um, you know, fitting in near that core class price. If it's um, fifteen, they got to sit down. I I would expect it's something more like, you know, a three dollar up. Unless there's yeah. a lot. Of, I was gonna say unless there's a lot of extra paint on Bumblebee, I'm just not noticing. But no, he's mostly molded no, plastic color. He's he's mostly molded uh, plastic color. Car details painted and face painted. Now car details, the headlights and grill kind of slapped and yeah, and paint. Like there's, yeah, the, there's if that spike, if that spike is a five dollar add on, then it's like I'm really sorry, Spike. I don't even hate you, but uh, please go home. Yeah, maybe get rid of those shoulder joints. I don't care about. <laughs> yeah, maybe get sculpted and, in a pose like Wheelie if you really got to be. And this. that Bumblebee is 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 very Coro QE in his aesthetic as well. Yeah, yeah. Like the the vehicle the vehicle mode is G one bumper. It's not even Bumblebee. Yeah. yeah. What if there's a core class bumper coming, and this <laughs> is the exclusive reuse of it? It's like the pre pre tool. Yeah, I mean they they did what four versions of Cliff Jumper? Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't think about that, but yeah, you're right. Like the front of that vehicle mode kind of screams bumper. Uh, TJ, are you how are you feeling about this? Aside from, I'm, I'm assuming, uh, do you have nicer things to say about Spike than either of us? Are you going to be the, the one who's friendly? No. <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That is not a transformation. That is Spike got drunk and doesn't know how to stand up anymore. This also just doesn't look a ton like Spike. Like no, I see it the doesn't, details. It has no, has no face. How does it look like Spike? How could it possibly look like Spike? That too. That too. But like when I look at it, like I see the exosuit details when I'm looking for them. But at a glance, it just looks more like another toy line. It looks I mean, more like a weird headmaster. It doesn't look, li- yeah, like it doesn't look like the exosuit looked like the like the arms are completely wrong for the ex- for the look of the exosuit. It's all you're getting is like the dome head and the chest, and that's really the only accurate part. Oh, it's not help. I just I, this whole time, this whole time, I just noticed Spike is in the card art. Uh, yeah, the card art is making that little Spike toy look worse. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, Spike. <laughs> Corey Burton's cool. Uh, anyway, I, I I'm, it's now just, I'm really it's curious. Just a, oh, good. Yeah, it's just a weird bumblebee, like releasing the weird line. Like, there's part of me that feels like because 2020 screwed up a lot of toy distribution, we might be seeing a lot of these generic trilogy figures just sprinkled about. Yeah, I, like it, I'd it, be it feel, fine with that. It, yeah, like it feels like it almost feels like this was supposed to be Kingdom Core class, and then they went, no, no, let's we got I'm, we got to shuffle now, this. We got to shuffle this one off. I'm now feeling really certain we might see this as a different character in Kingdom Core class. I mean, if we don't, we don't. But like, mm-hmm. it does fit the bill really well for swapping the head and calling him you know bumper and they did hubcap as a generation select so if they want to finish the set of characters who resemble bumblebee <laughs> without getting into glyph and tap out uh 
Also, I just noticed he has a tiny, tiny little handgun, and I kind of love it. Mm-hmm. It looks like that and the the Megatron from our last chunk of stuff has like smaller handhold sizes. Like that's definitely not five millimeter. Oh no no yeah. But like, I wonder it, if it's three mil though. Like just to maybe. The core Optimus did the same thing, where it had a three mil and a mm-hmm. five mil in the same handle. Oh, it did. Oh, I didn't Sorry, realize I... that that was on the same. Yeah, well, hmm. the photo the photo was angled weird, so it looked like uh, he's holding it correctly. But the actual gun accessory has a five millimeter handle and then okay. a three millimeter handle hanging out the bottom. I did not know that. I, I haven't looked at any coverage of that Optimus aside from some photos. Uh, and that's interesting. It's really it's it's really weird because his rifle's like floating like what looks like a foot <laughs> over his hand. You know, that's sort of that is sort of aesthetically though matching up with how a lot of Optimuses with G one looking guns tend to turn out. Is like holding True. their guns in really weird ways. <laughs> I mean I mean that's that's accurate to the old toy, I guess. Yeah. Uh but yeah, Buzzworthy Bumblebee. Got some buzz, as the as the phrasing goes. Uh and that brings us into uh, what generations we got this week. Technically, most probably what Earthrise we got this week. But I was like, Kingdom Wave One is showing up at CMD store. Maybe we got some Siege. I'll leave it open to generations. Um, I have a lot. Is mm-hmm. what I'll mm. lay out. Um, so I won't take the lead. I'll try to pepper in as like as I go, and then we'll see what I have left at the end. Um, so Aaron, let's 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 do hot potato on this one. Let's all let's pass the mic around each do one until we run out. Uh, Aaron, you okay. start. Uh, I'll start with what I think is my least favorite of the five deluxes that I have this week, the Alicon. I still don't have a regular Alicon. That's actually what I'm, st- I'm still looking for. I have the I have the the the, the PulseCon one, but I don't have the regular mm-hmm. one. Uh, I can see how that one would bounce off you really hard, even though I ended up kind of liking the PulseCon version. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's a thing where it's not I don't think he's bad. I just don't think he's good. That, how did you feel? I'm not sure if maybe you already knew this consciously going in. But it's the kind of thing I would forget. And it was a moment for me. How did you feel when you were transforming him and it turns out that 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 wasn't like the chest didn't do the thing that was obvious? That like the the, the the beast mode head was in the shell on his back. Oh, and it that, came up and over top. Like, that like most of him is just a like most of his alt mode is just kind of the shell that hangs out. Yeah. Eh. Like, I definitely wish that that was something better. I just remember being genuinely confused and measuring it and going like, I guess that they wanted the chest to be a millimeter or two thinner, so they did an entire fake chest. Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you're saying that it's not. That, yeah, the, that it has the, the head doesn't just lines? come out yeah. of the stomach. Yeah. Yeah. No, I and I mean for for what the character is, I don't know necessarily what you would do different on him. I, I mean, have an immediate answer, but it's just me pointing at that excellent um, third party Alicon, the, the the legend scale one. Yeah. Uh, that because... that one just did the transformation. <laughs> yeah, Rick. To, to me, it just seems like he's either like some alligator man that's hunching trying to poop, or you can kind of pull him up tighter for some sort of weird, like 
dinosaur that hadn't gotten a straight spine figured out type of look. He got to squat him forward. It's the only way he works, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, the, the more open poses that I think the box art and like show the the stock photography just make him look like no all you did was you put a hat on him he's got a different hat on yeah it is for me he didn't do much for me in person when i got him squatted forward and i i you know discovered how like how that transformation worked it somehow at least on the pulsecon one it, and I don't think it would change in the, you know, from being the normal Alicon. It, it pulled the thing together for me in person in a way where I was like, no, you know, I kind of like this. But as I said, like, I, I see how mm-hmm. it can bounce off someone too. Like, it's, it's going to either do it or not. There's, there's not really, yeah. I don't think there's much gray zone on the Alicon. Uh, thankfully, this was one of the Aldi's gets. So it was like $14 instead of the $20, um, hey. version. So it's, it's less painful. Uh, in the grand scheme, but yeah, he's he's one that, in retrospect, I if it wasn't for the fact that I am a I like to try at least one of every mold type of idiot, um, he would he would be on a pass list. Yeah, in the photos, the photos don't hide the worst parts of him. Uh, is what I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if someday, uh, or not if when someday. You come by Toronto again, I will buy him off you. Cool. If you want to ditch him. Sounds for, good. But for a reasonable I'm not going to give you like 30 bucks for him because you already opened him up. So he's, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> Look, less than down. retail. I'll I'll do I'll do $18 on him and you want to make $4 profit on your Aldi's Alicon loose. Yep. Yep, off of a good friend. Well, I'm going to definitely shop that around to other people in the okay. room, and we'll okay. you know, see who's interested. Uh, yeah, I uh, I was curious how the Alicon would bounce on you. I wasn't. I genuinely wasn't sure if you'd click with him or not, and I'm not surprised that he didn't, mm-hmm. <laughs> now that he said it. Um, but did you, uh, last thing, did you genuinely have a moment of going, like, there's got to be something else with the arms? Like, just looking? I, I was hoping that there'd be more to his transformation than you just kind of twist his legs around, crouch him over, and, like, I think that how much the, the back part collapses down on itself is good. Mm-hmm. Like, that is that is something interesting in there. It's not like it's a total waste. Um, like, the way that all of that stuff compresses together, which I'm going to say I think is a theme for the Deluxes, that they've gotten very good at playing with physics. And I would say and, yes, yeah getting things to, to, to collapse together. Um, like, that was a, hey, this is neat in it, but not a, hey, this makes up for the rest of it just looking like he's he's squatting on a squat toilet. All right. Um, well, then, let's uh, let's bump over. TJ, what's uh, one of your generation's gets this week? Uh, if, we're, if we're just kind of bopping around Earthrise stuff right now, uh, for the most part, I, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I, I could, I could go like several steps farther. That's I why like I, I left it say, open. <laughs> feel like I should save that, because I, I did get the Alicon. I'll echo just what a lot of uh, what Aaron said, but uh, I got Runabout and Runamuck. I, I got, got Runamuck. I got Runamuck. Uh, we don't have a Canadian source for Runabout yet. <laughs> yeah, I had to go ask well, someone. 
because I was like, did I miss it? And they're like, no, we don't know yet. I was like, okay. Yeah, I, I've I've got the other the the Target exclusive one um, ordered when it came back, and it has been in transit for a few days. So, well, TJ, it, now that you've got Aaron's runabout, um, yeah, it's it's doing that wonderful <coughs> thing where you watch the shipping and it goes back and forth between two centers, and you're like, why? Why did it go back to? <laughs> yeah. Uh, how, how are you finding him? Um, I had a big question about him going in uh, that was interesting because I got him and Sunstreaker at the same time, and I had the same question about both of them. Really? Um, it was how much wheeljack is in these? <laughs> uh, not a whole lot. Yeah, no. He, uh, the the run the the runner bros have less wheeljack in them, but uh, still a little bit. I would say a little little tiny bit. Yeah, well, just hmm. a tiny bit. Uh, they, I, yeah. I mean, I mean, at a certain point, it's there. How many different ways can you turn a car into a robot? Oh, plenty, plenty. This is but true. like, they, right? It's it's mostly just the uh, it's the stuff in the torso and the legs. And in the legs, yeah, there's going to be similarities anyway. But uh, the, tor- the 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 way the canopying works in the torso still made me think very wheeljackish. Um, mm. Like like Sunstreaker is very we- Sunstreaker is the epitome of a beautiful retool reshell re- uh, is what I'll say. But uh, the Runner Bros are just a little thing. I, I, TJ, I wanted to ask you also how is because Runamuck the white one, you can feel the paint all over him in a in a kind of scary way to me. How, mm-hmm. How's how's the paint on on uh, Runabout? Is it is it just pla- like black plastic color or is he also like covered? Well, he does have a lot of translucent plastic, so there is a lot of stuff that's painted over. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... God, like, of course me, I would prefer a much less reliance on translucent plastic, but, you know, it is what it is. He feels fine. Like, I, I can't, like, uh, I can't dog him for just, like, how he feels as a toy. Everything seems to work just fine on him. Nothing feels scary or weird to the touch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say the only scary part on him I don't like is that a painted chest plate is the lowest hanging under chunk of his car mode. <laughs> That's a little concerning. Yes. Which I'm, I'm not a yeah, fan so of that part. I was, I was able to get it to to tuck up decently well. I think it's got one of those... The I'm trying to remember quite where it was, where it was like I was having a lot of issue with that dragon. And then I did another round of like, hey, let's push on a couple of things. And it like popped up. Like it's still the lowest point on the undergrill other than the wheels, but it got more clearance to it. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not like also the, the way the backpack frame works. Like there's just a lot mm-hmm. of stuff that hugs up against smooth painted surfaces. Mm-hmm. Uh, that kind of wakes me out. And TJ, I, I also wanted to say... The rest of the world finally is is understanding your pain is not on these guys, but there are a lot of load bearing clear plastic joints in Earthrise that are already cracking for folks. Uh, and I so, tried to warn you, <laughs> you the, the didn't ones believe me. The the ones that make me blink the most, and I still haven't picked them up, is the ramp formers. The airlock connectors on the ramp formers are all made entirely of clear plastic. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, oh no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, TJ, uh, the, the run. I'm, I'm saying the Runner Bros. There's, is there anything really starkly different between the two of them? 
Okay, so I wasn't I w- I wasn't like expecting anything major because of course they're twins. Um, I did not realize uh, Runabout had a remolded head. What? Yeah, Runabout uh, Runabout has a mohawk. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I never yeah, noticed. It's, it's, That's cool. <laughs> yeah, so a little bit of distinction between them. It's a very minor detail to add in, but yes, they have different head sculpts. Damn. Yeah, okay. That's awesome. I'm 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 expecting Runabout's going to be EB Games Toys R Us over here, so I'm just waiting yeah. for him to show up. Uh yeah, Also, but that I, makes I'll, me more excited. I'll tell you this right now. When you get when you get your runamuck or when you get your runabout, you didn't accidentally throw a, away a gun from runamuck. Okay, okay. So, for whatever reason, I don't know why. Uh, run uh, runabout does come with an extra gun that combines onto the gun that comes that uh, normally comes with the mold. I was wondering what that back socket was about on run a, on run a muck's gun. I was like, is this someone mm-hmm. else's gun? Like, <laughs> no, run, no, weird. runabout. Yeah, runabout has two pistols that combine. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. I wonder what happened. Yeah, yeah, it's. I, I I don't know. If they're just trying to give the toys some distinction because they are so similar to each other. I have no yeah. idea. Target was willing to pay for that that second gun. <laughs> yeah, Target was like, "You're giving us a new head? Eh, throw in the other gun. Throw in the. We'll pay it. We'll mm-hmm. take that one on the chin." Yeah, but um, I like like I like the toys in general. They feel they feel nice. I like the transformations to them, and yeah, like they went up and you know above and beyond for you know two G1 transformers that. That really didn't do enough to merit toys this good. I'll be honest. Yeah, you know what tickle absolutely tickled me on the transformation of him is mm-hmm. the fact that his heel spurs are wheels. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous, and I love it. Yeah, uh, like there, there's no reason for it other than to say, "Hey, do you remember the G1 toy and how it just kind of went?" <laughs> Like, yeah, how the axles go. compress together. Aesthetically, yeah. aesthetically, it is to object. Like, objectively, I think you could say aesthetically, it's a bit to a detriment. But yeah. I also love it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a thing that like doesn't terribly look great as is, but the fact that that then like copies the the original toy in a certain way. Like, okay, I I had to go hunt down other photos for him. His arms aren't totally gold bands, and uh, he doesn't have a weird orange plate that his head just kind of hovers on. But yeah, like, like I modern toy aesthetic put side by side with that, and you know what? Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, also, also those heels uh, with all that stuff—they stick out so much. It means mm-hmm. even with his backpack, you can put a, a modulator weapon cannon thing on his back, and he doesn't fall over. Which was uh, oh yeah. Although yeah, you've got a solid base. I also don't like putting a weaponizer modulator thing back there because I'm putting it into a painted in peg paint. hole yeah. on a painted surface. Yeah. <laughs> so I did it once, and I'll do it one more time, possibly for a photo or something, and that's about it. 
Uh, I agree, by the way. I think the transformation's very good. Um, I, I think the car modes in, on, on run amok, the, because he's solid white, invariably, he ends up looking very jigsaw gappy in car yeah. mode. Um, and it, it is slightly the same issue that plagues the Datsuns in that there's also a little bit of, a little bit of flexi parts fit to mm-hmm. is the way I'd put it, but not to the degree of wrecking things for me. Um, cause it's still, you feel it coming together at the end. So it doesn't feel yeah. like it's bursting apart uh, on a tactile yeah. level. It, it, it's definitely something. Um, and I'd agree with you on the one Datsun I've opened so far, uh, but both of them are very much, you kind of got to do that push massage to find the, the where where the like the the four corners of it have to line up yeah uh but i'm i'm excited to pick up runabout still and i i think that i would be down for a three pack of this as the troop builder from devastation mhm i would be down for troop building this in devastation uh generics colors i don't know if they're allowed to do that i don't know what happened with devastation as far as being a referenceable piece of media but i i don't think they're going to get in any legal trouble if they just make these guys in blue and yellow yeah pretty sure and it, it do it even if you just do like a pack where it's one of each colorway and i can just buy that pack like three times i'm down because these have that viacon quality of just like it's a solid car transformer with a good transformation that looks like a goon who gets shot and that, that's what i want <laughs> um yeah, they they turned out decent. It's just the oh man, the the white paint just I'm I'm prepared for tons of it to scratch off by the end of next year, even if I don't touch these guys very much. Uh and I, I don't really see another way around it other than like you'd have to design the transformation differently or not use translucent plastic. And hey, absolutely, maybe just don't use so much translucent plastic. I'd I'd be losing the windshield look, but if that meant that I wasn't so scared to handle the thing, then I'm <laughs> more okay with it, I guess. Uh, my go- my gospel has spread. It doesn't help that, like... Uh, see, I, okay, I'm going to talk about one now. Who do- Also, the mold suffers from it. Uh, I got, finally, the Ratchet Lifeline 2-pack that shipped to me from Amazon and then had a tracking number that vanished off the face of the earth for so long that they said, you can get a refund even if it eventually shows up. I got a refund, and four or five weeks later, it did show up. So I got a free Ratchet and Lifeline. Go me. Hooray. You know, funny enough, uh, I got my I got uh, Prowl and Ironhide during its first run, and about... About three, four weeks after owning it, I get an email from Amazon saying, uh, this got returned to us, so we're going to refund you. Shrug. Hmm. (laughs) Okay. Sure. Uh. (laughs) Man, Amazon's been fun. Not a Transformer thing, but I ordered uh, some premium photography stuff for Kristen that was like a $60 order for her. And it showed up, and then the next day it showed up again, and I was very concerned that I had, like, ordered two or something, and never did, and I've not said a goddamn thing. That happened when I ordered some new bedding last year. $60 bedding, which showed up, and then showed up again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
And I, I remember I was joking with someone in my family. I was like, you know, if they just give me another cube of bedding every day for the rest of the week, I'm not going to complain. I don't have anything. To, I don't know what to do with this. I guess it just means that whenever this bedding needs to be replaced, instead of washing it, I can just burn it and put the new one on. <laughs> Uh, now, now, if anyone from Amazon is listening, keep in mind this podcast is purely for entertainment, and nothing yes. that we parody. say is such good tech- parody. Yeah. We're hilarious. All this parody we're doing. Uh, so yeah, I got I got Ratchet and Lifeline. So Lifeline is my first experience with uh, that RC mold. Um, TJ, uh, I, I, I'm glad I was glad that you'd let me know about the backpack not having to detach because that is a highlight of the mold. Um. I will say, for better and for worse, that that is a highlight of the mold, that the thing doesn't have to come off. Uh, on Lifeline, I I will say, it's kind of easy to accidentally push the button and have it fall off while you're folding it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Lifeline's knee joints kind of suck. They're, they're, they're kind of loose. Uh, is it like that run-out mold looseness, or...? It's, it's somewhere between that slash maybe the pin got shot in funny. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. It just, there's not enough, fr- there's friction, but I can feel spots where the friction doesn't exist. And Volkaisis on Twitter has one where there is no friction. So she just, she just like G1 sound waves into a heap, uh, when, when she's in robot mode, according to, to what I saw. Um, but yeah, the, what I'll say is she impressed me in some places I didn't expect. Like, uh, like it is actually the hover, the hoverboard does transform more than you would think. Then that two panels mm-hmm. flatten out, but that's something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's something. <laughs> can, can we just link this into talking about that mold? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Because, yeah, the, the hoverboard thing, like, the fact that those two panels fold out, which I don't think much of the... It just felt like a lot of the official photography it was just the back half of a car for the most part. And it mm-hmm. still is. It still is. But with those yeah. two chunks folded out and you put her on it and you get her into a surfing pose, I'm like, no, I kind of buy it. I kind of yeah. buy it. For sure, uh, the the thing that she let me down is the is is still the transformation, and it's not that she's folded up under a car shell that lets me down because I already knew about that part. It's the stunning level of imprecision with which she folds up into the car shell. Yeah, there's so many spots that on her robot mode, I just assumed, oh, here's a slot for a tab, and here's a tab for a slot, but none of them really. Like you just kind of cram yeah. her in there, and then there's this weird angular wedge into a divot on her legs. That yeah, kinda. Yeah, that, it feels awful. That was that was my experience with her. Um, with with the RC version. Um, mine is similarly loose, but in a way that feels like if I could get floor polish into the right spot, it'd do okay. I think um, I could do that on Lifeline too. I, I will mostly say mostly li- mo- it's like a little bit of outwards hip wiggle. Um, is the rough spot on mine? My knees are mostly okay. The ankles are tight. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Like anything straight down on that hip is fine. And if I can give it just a little bit of turn out, I can open up the pose a little bit. But it still is. It still she still just wants to like go into a left leg like slide. Um, yeah. But yeah, just the way that like, you know, it, you knock one pin out and you can uh, for her backpack and you could have her completely separate from her car mode is okay. It's RC, whatever. Um, again, it's one of those that they made the 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 animation model without an idea of what a toy looked like. 
Yeah, um, like, like like I've seen the side by side where it's like she has the same size vehicle mode as the Ocular Max RC, and you know the Ocular Max RC does more magic. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think Ocular Max RC is the pinnacle. I think it is in right. fact an untouchable pinnacle of G1 RC actually transforming. In how real how much life. is that RC? I don't know, like a hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. I paid fifteen. Oh, for the Ocular Max one. No, for RC. <laughs> okay, I thought you meant the Ocular Max RC. No, uh, no, but but I'm saying that there's like a potential factor of five or ten uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. cost yeah, I was, difference. I was going to go on to say like you know the Ocular Max one is a pinnacle. It's untouchable. It does way more magic. It is also way more expensive. Yeah. Uh, I I think I think it does suck. Like now that I hope that we're we're past this point, uh, barring the Kingdom re- reissue. Uh, I hope it's the last time we say, well, that's just RC in terms of an RC toy. Mm-hmm. I hope I hope it's the last time we ever have to say that, because I think it sucks that that's the shrug and sigh quote to say in response to mm-hmm. RC. And I, I, I say it, too. I think it sucks, though. Like, what a yeah. lousy legacy for that character that that's... When you think of RC, you think of, oh, yeah, she has to... Her backpack has to be the car. Like, it sucks. Yeah. Um, the one thing I will say that I th- that is really interesting to me on this mold is the like trigger locking tab apart yeah it's super cool for her for her her like the hoverboard part of her backpack onto her the the remainder of her backpack that like when you knock that off she doesn't look bad as just a like less giant backpack part um, yeah I, I just uh, kind of wish that some of that white rolled forward, yeah. Because because there are, are enough versions of RC that have like white shoulder pod things that, like, looking at it from above, it looks like it's there. Uh, another pr- place where the toy let me down is when part of the thesis is well, you can remove the the biggest chunk of the backpack so she looks like the cartoon. That remaining backpack, I think, is is a very awkward and unpleasant shape that could have fold had one folding part to really hit the thesis. I think mm-hmm. it kind of lets the thesis down. I think it doesn't achieve it, and that kind of disappoints me. Given that, like, there's so the the bar is so low on that toy <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that the parts where it hits it, like, absolutely, it's great. The parts where it lets me down, really, I was just like, come on. Uh, it was the the you know the the um quote-unquote accurate backpack leftovers and the way that somehow the transformation was still unpleasant even though it was in so many ways should not have been unpleasant uh should have been so straightforward it it really cemented that cyberverse deluxe rc is the better of the two to me uh because she's actually pleasant to transform uh you know the her robot body is pleasant to transform and fit into the car um but yeah, the, that RC toy was, at the end of the day, I think collectively, a little better than I expected in hand. Um, I don't blame anyone who enjoys her, you know? There's, there's plenty of qualities on that figure. Uh, there's just so much that is indicative of stuff that annoys me. And I think that everything she does right, you know, similarly priced Oops. figures have also done right <laughs> and maybe better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's My biggest takeaway from from that mold is yeah, just just that. The, like... So much of her has to precisely fit into this, like, car overshell. And, like, yeah, she's got great double ball joint or double uh, pin joint knees that can get a, a super deep bend, and that's cool. And then you have to do this, like, torture origami 
to get it to click up into the little notch that it wants to sit in. It's that's just so ridiculous that step. It's just like uh, I just I just wish that it had you know especially when it's stuff like she has the big like studs on the back of her knees that just don't really like like there's maybe a slot there for it but no that doesn't fit because that's not how her leg actually works so like our what what's going on with that like yeah i was i was just i i was staring for a while of like i thought there were like at least four different tabs that i thought were mm going to do something that didn't and i was like what happened to you yeah (laughs) yeah it's very um but um nautica uh, or was that Nautica? What was that? No, no. Uh, Energon, uh, Nautica, yeah, Nautica um, avoided that fate. It was Thunderblast. Thunderblast. Yeah. yeah. Where it's just like, uh, there's a boat backpack. You just kind of like jam all this stuff in the boat. At, at least she had like, what was it? Her shins made a line in it or something? Used, Thunderblast used tabs and slots so yeah. that's already a step well, up. No, from... but, but, I, but I'm yeah, also and... saying like some part of what was visible of her was her also legs, visible... Yeah, yeah her le- like, her legs her legs form part of the boat. Yeah, her her legs yeah. and her toe her her feet pointed, and those those were the prow of the boat. Yeah, the very the the very point. Yeah, like uh, I mean, like I said, sh- Earth, shell like, formers are a thing that happens, and that's kind of sad sometimes. But Earth, uh, like Earthrise Earthrise RC is a pretender that carries her shell with her. Yeah, and and hopefully yeah. hopefully this is the last time that we're going to ever have to have this conversation about an RC figure doing this nonsense. Hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully RC gets some kind of evergreen redesign that is sensible. Uh, hopefully no other female transformers character ever made ever has to follow this nonsense going forward. Like this is, this is a, I, 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 and I'm going to keep restating it. I see plenty of reasons why someone can just enjoy the figure, especially, I think this figure is fine if you get it on sale. Uh, I think this figure mm-hmm. at retail price has a terrible bang for your buck, but the moment you even get like five bucks off, you can start seeing past some of it. But I also want this to be the last one of these we ever have to see in the, <laughs> in the collector oriented line, uh, or even the kid oriented line. Female Transformers characters should have vehicle mass as parts of their bodies full stop. Like that's, that's what I would like to see going forward. Um, but my two-pack also had Ratchet, who was the first time I messed with the Earth version of the Siege Truckman body. Uh, and I don't... So the Siege Truckman, you know, Ironhide, Ratchet, Crosshairs, uh, I don't mind it. Uh, I think it is, to a degree, a little divisive, because it is a bit of a chunk-ass, kind of dumpy toy, to put it nicely. <laughs> uh, but in a way that kind of works. Um, I, I really dig how it Earth modes up. Uh, I like the, the roof shield part a lot in person, a lot more than in photos. Cause again, it transforms a bunch to form this like really violent spike shape. Um, and, and I mean, the sled mode is a nothing. The sled, the sled mode is actually quite legitimately disappointing because there is no sled mode. It's the shield laying down with all the panels or the side panels folded out. It's mm-hmm. less, it's less of an object than RC's hoverboard is what I would say. Um, but as a backpack and as a shield and as a punch spike, I think it works, especially since it has like these slide out thrusters for when you just want to really punch spike someone. Uh, the base figure is not all that changed. However, here, so, so Ironhide as well, uh, is the one I have near me, him and Ratchet, they're, they're fine. Uh, the bummer is in the 
the build quality, they feel, uh, what's the word? Awful in a lot of places. Uh, they feel like the 14th use of a mold. Both of them do, at least in my opinion. Uh, like to the point where they are, they are not terrible and jiggly and awful, at least mine. They're still usable, but they feel like they're right on, they feel like I got really good copies of the 14th retool of a Transformer. Mm-hmm. Uh, something just really hacky about them. It makes uh, me nervous about my still sealed ones. Thanks. I, I just want to, I want to let you know now, like, <laughs> There's just something, and maybe maybe you won't feel the same way, but this is—they both struck me as feeling like very cobbled in their build quality, and, and not not to the point of being like messes, but like just that that feeling, of like oh, I got a really good one of the the 2019 release of the 2006 Seeker mold, like that kind of thing. Um, and it's it's kind of weird, and it's kind of a shame. Uh, but Ratchet and Lifeline, like as a two pack, if you can get it for free, it's very good. Uh, <laughs> is what I would say. Uh, I like the colors on them a lot too. So, you know, there's that. Um, I'm not going to go into Prowl because I don't want to go into two two packs, but you know, I did get the Ironhide Prowl two pack as well. So, uh, Aaron, I'll bump over to you. All right. So I kind of talked about a couple of the ones that I did have. Um, smokescreen. I got smokescreen. I got smokescreen. Yeah. I got so all three pads. We do, we do. Kind of tangentially talked about this mold. Um, I think I still have the Prowl in one of those two packs. Um, yep. And uh, Blue Blue Streak is the Walgreens exclusive? Walgreens over there, yes. yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, I've looked a couple of times at Walgreens and not seen yet. Um, and also, I'm not doing excessive trips out to Walgreens um, because that's also where sick people are. Even if at least there, it's been more more uh, visible masks. Um, you, you don't need to go out, I would say, having a, now that I own all three of them all of a sudden, uh, Blue Streak is fine, but you, you don't bend over backwards trying to get yeah, Blue Streak. No. He's not different. It's, yeah. it's the couple of times we were already going to... Walgreens for, for like, uh, pharmacy reasons. So it was like, oh, hey, Walt's here. Um, yeah. But no, so for, for the mold, um, uh, to, to go back to, like, what my first talking point was for, for everything in this wave, it is amazing how much of his robot condenses into how little of the car. It's a beautiful design. Like, Everything hips down ends up in like trunk part of the <laughs> like the back seat and trunk of the car. Um, barely, barely even the back seat. Like I would, I would yeah. almost say if it's a two seater, yeah. it's just the trunk. Like yeah, it's it's kind of a. It could very well be a hatchback, and it's all in the hatchback part of the hatchback. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's um. And again, with with as much as that then collapses down, he has an amazingly open area in the middle of his robot mo- or in the middle of like the bottom of his car that normally we don't like see that anymore. They want to use every last scrap of space, and then he's just got a big old hole there. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, and, uh, and also like smokescreen. Like now that I, I got the three of them, uh, smokescreen has a new head and a new front cowling. Mm-hmm. Um. He has the three accessories. Prowl only has the one gun because he has the the light mm-hmm. bar, and uh, Blue Streak has the same weapons as Smokescreen. Blue Streak is a repaint of Prowl, I believe. He does not seem to be retooled in any way aside from just not having the light bar. Okay. 
Uh, and the light bar is just a five mil accessory that pegs in the top. Okay. Um, I looked but, at their head sculpt really closely. I can't tell a difference between him and Prowl. Yeah. The only now, like, sorry, go they ahead. did it. They did adjust some tabs between the two. Uh, which ones? Uh, the tabs that go into the shoulders from the torso. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Prowl's Prowl is the one that's problematic, right? Because because uh, Prowl. My- they don't line up on Prowl, <laughs> is what I'll say. They're off. You can still hook them in. Because they're off, they hook in tighter on Prowl, but it doesn't feel good. Okay. Because that was going to be a thing that I was going to mention on Smokescreen. Like, one of my two kind of issues with them is, to me, that tab just seems like it's there for alignment, not for, like, there's no tension there's no on it. Yeah. There's no, yeah, there's my, no my click. Blue there's nothing that like keeps that. it there. So it's just, like, if I go to, like, move his arm up, I have to, like, specifically, like, push in against the shoulder to get it to rotate at the intended shoulder joint and not the, like, to to pull up that whole panel for transformation. Uh, Prowls are misaligned, so they do click in with more pressure, but they also still disengage almost as easily, I found. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, what I'm going to say... As someone who has all three of them, Smokescreen has the best build quality of the three in my copies. Okay. Um, I, w- I was I was going to go to the other the th- one thing on him that's kind of weird to me is like the I'm filling out the the like lower ankle panel thing yep. that slides down that I wish that that had just like a one stage click at the very end. So you know how the inside of Smokescreen's legs are painted on that spot. Mm-hmm. On Blue Streak and Prowl, it's not painted, and there is notably less friction on that thing. Uh, if you bump it wrong, grabbing his leg, it will fly off across the room you're in. Huh. Okay. Um, <laughs> they don't hold in very well on Blue Streak and, and Prowl. Like they, they don't fall out as easily as Wheeljack's little rotating windshield pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they are they are notably less solid in in both feel and friction than on Smokescreen. Yeah, but that's uh, just, it's just a thing to me that's kind of odd. It's it's like a little bit loose. And I just wish that at the bottom it had just in like some of that sculpting on the top of it, just like a, and it would just yeah. stay like down and in place. Because however you rotate his his foot, maybe if you're going for like, well, no, even all the way to transformation, that part can sit out and swing the whole almost the whole way without it being a thing. So it's like, it's cool that it's there to fill it in visually some, so it's not just like, oh, hey, this has got a big gaping hole in the side of his leg. What the heck? Um, yeah, but it's, I it's think like it's well, in, it's well intentioned, but the people like the people who would be annoyed by the gap there, I think are just still annoyed by the leftover gap right. there. And I yeah. we probably could have done without it. Yeah. And uh, and about and something kind of similar with, like I wish that his, because the back part of the car, like that rear quarter panel, rear panel thing, can swing seemingly forward of where they'd want it to be for the leg. I I don't know if that's just me, where it seems like it's more a more natural point is further back in the transformation. Um, oh, you mean like, like, like the leg shape, like having sort of a forward sweep? Yeah. Yeah, I found that too. Yeah. 
Like you can really push that forward versus what seems like, you know, if you're looking at it, Adam, from the side where that natural line seems to sit, it seems like you're you're not advancing that 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 turn quite so far. I don't know. It's yeah. a thing that's it's that's like minor minor quibbles a little bit um, with it, but. There's a, there's a lot of weird stuff about this mold. Yeah. Um, like I'm actually just checking something that I wanted to confirm. But uh, like like TJ, you were mentioning like I was wondering if it was just me. But so on Prowl, it is a thing that those shoulder clips are weird on him. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I think I I think across all copies of the mold, the, those shoulder clips are a little bit weird. Well, on the other two, they line up. They just don't have much friction. But on Prowl, they feel straight up misaligned. Yeah, Prowl is the only one I don't have handy on me. On my blue streak, it feels like it's just about alignment. On my smoke screen, there is a little bit of friction and clicking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the the other thing about this, this mold that is weird across the three of them, it's a problem on the three of them, y- y'all know, right? Like how the roof kind of doesn't fully go down enough? Mm-hmm. And you get that that squeaky th- thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I saw a post on TFW that seemed to deduce what the problem is, which is that uh, between natural plastic shrinkage and the additional torsion of the paint on the roof of the clear piece, it seems like that stuff wasn't accounted for, so the roof piece is compressed slightly too much to fit over the spot it's supposed mm. to sit down on. Uh, here's the weird part. See, so Aaron... You look at your smoke screen if you can. You see how the part where the the the, the tops of the of the feet uh, you know line up with the roof and how there's there's no real tab or anything. Yeah. So on the other two, there are tabs on the feet that slide under the roof. Okay. So they don't accomplish anything. Yet the retool still happened. I wonder if it's because maybe those tabs were causing more problems than any help they were doing, but it's weird that those were missing. Like, I, I was like, hmm. where did they go? I thought I broke them on smokescreen for a little while. <laughs> uh, and I was trying to figure out if, if, if it was different. But yeah, this, the tooling history on this is so weird, and also this like the, the issue of the alignment is such a bummer only because this design is so beautiful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, like, I, the, the thing that just wowed me with with like about every time I transform him is, you know, that his like entire lower half becomes like the hatchback. Yeah. And, and just so, so fluidly. And then just how much of the rest of, you know, all all the rest of it just kind of does a very good job of motion, 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 transformed motion 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 transformed you know it's not yeah you know especially when i opened i think i opened him after rc and to be like just the difference in how (laughs) these two you know big big air quotes here cars transform of like the next time i transform rc i'm probably going to need to pull out the instructions again just because so much of it is like over under under over twist twists you know, yeah. it's like Konami code there the versus, versus this one. It's just like, yep, you just kind of work it around, and and each each part when you sit there and you start actuating it and trying to figure out, okay, which way does this go? Oh, he it obviously, you know, fold, flip, rotate in, crunch down. Nope, crunch down a little more. There it is. 
Yeah. Uh, the, the, the one other thing I want to ask you, Aaron. So on your smoke screen, you know how the arms also tab into the inside of the doors? Uh-huh. One of them holds pretty well. The other one, it's, again, just like an alignment tab. All right. Uh, TJ, do those work at all on your blue streak? Uh, hang on. Give me a blue streak. Okay, which one are we talking about again? The, uh, the tabs on the forearms going to the inside of the doors. Um, I don't know how I had them. Um, do I they tend to pop out? I did have. A, I, I can remember some alignment issues. I've got to start transforming them now. Yeah, yeah. The the thing I want, that I noticed is that basically those tabs on the forearms that go to the inside of the doors more or less don't work on Blue Streak or Prowl. Um, but they at least one of them. Uh, on mine, it's one and a half of them, kind of like with Aaron's. They do more regularly work on smokescreen. So I think that there was a lot of rapid, like, tooling adjustment that happened with this with this Datsun design as it went. Uh, Prowl very much feels like the first one. Blue Streak very much feels like the second one. Smokescreen very much feels like the third one. <laughs> uh, as far as, like, you know, adjusting for stuff that happened. A lot of it being unforeseen circumstances of the, the roof um, getting, like, very lightly compressed into a different shape. Uh, so the, yeah, the Datsuns are, are, they're weird and I love them and everyone should own one mm-hmm. and be aware that there might be alignment issues, uh, on all of them, but more depending which one you get. Okay. I'm actually trying out those tabs on the doors you told me about and they're actually dead solid on my blue streak. Damn. Yeah. On mine, they, they don't work. Uh, they like they'll on my blue streak, I can get them to stick. But, you know, the, that kind of tension where it's like it sticks, but it really wants to pop back out. Mm. It's kind of what I get on that one. On my Prowl, they just don't really seem to work. Uh, apologies to everyone who's eagerly waiting for their Prowl Ironhide 2-pack, by the way. I don't mean to set you up for such disappointment. Uh, <laughs> Aaron's not waiting for his. He already has his, so he's fine. Yeah, he's I, I have them. It's just a, a large backlog of toys, including, like... Two things from Pulse that came today. Oh, yeah, I heard the Pulse that orders are, finally that shipped. Are, that are very Prime themed. Oh, yeah. Um, well, one thing I'll say to, to anything else about the Datsuns you guys want to throw out? No. Um, nah. I think I talked through, through mine. I got one last thing I'll say. Uh, my Prowl Ironhide 2-pack uh, not only shipped as just the toy packaging with two labels stuck onto it, um, but it was also not even dropped off at my door. It was left in the lobby. Uh, oh boy. So, so there was just a toy sitting in the lobby. Um, so I sent an email to Amazon customer service, uh, about the collectible toy packaging getting marred and I got a 20% refund. So, uh, remember if that happens, you can do that. Uh, and I, I didn't, I, I will say I didn't actually, I wasn't going to do it. And someone else I knew did it and got a 50% refund. So I was like, well, now I got to get in on this. <laughs> <laughs> and I think by the time I did it, they'd started to roll that back because they're like, wait a second. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I did manage to peel the sticker off, but it left so much gunk behind. I was like, okay, <laughs> I gave it the old college try. Um, so TJ, let's uh, pop over to you. What's another another generations thing that you got? Uh, let's start going up a few notches. I've got Kingdom, Rat Trap, and Vertebrake. 
All right. That's why I, I had a feeling the CMD store would enter into this somehow. I'm making assumptions that it was CMD store. Uh, fine Canadian outlet, by the way. Um, how? So I want to start. I want to start off with Vertebrae. How? How did she turn out? Because she looks cool. Uh, and it, I'm assuming she doesn't parts form because she's just core class. Yeah, she does not part form at all. Aside from the standard Beast Wars, my tail is a whip weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, beyond that, skeletal, that that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it kind of does. It, it's, it definitely looks a lot fiercer than Cheetor just waving his tail around. Yeah, uh, he, uh, yeah, it, it's a she is a very nice figure. Uh, for, like for the size, she transforms more. I'll say the same with Rat Trap. They transform more than I expected for their size. I expected them to be far more simple than this. Oh, that makes me excited because mm-hmm. I mean, you know, going into that Starscream and Megatron too, like, <laughs> yeah. So like, I I, I do like I do like how this toy works. I lo- I really do like the aesthetic. There's like, there's an interesting look to this where it's like there's just enough like fossilized skin attached to it, so where it looks solid enough, but like it's still like, of course it it gives it this look of just like really old bones. It's perfect, and I really there's this really neat trick to like uh the transformation where. Like the rib cage is like the underside of the rib cage formed by the arms, and then the hands are hiding in plain sight as the pelvic bone. Oh, that's cool. That that's partly why I'm a little bummed out that there's still there's you know the deluxe ones are in that parts forming um, milieu because skeletal alt modes I feel like offer chances like that, like that kind of more unique take on how to hide stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, I don't, I don't know how many ways, I don't know how many tricks you can get away with that, but like for here it works. Pelvises are lots of shapes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, like it, it all works. It all works really well. It comes together. It's a very nice little example of like what the fossilizers are without any part forming. Man, yeah, Yeah, that, that that makes me feel really good about the inevitably, you know, you've got a. Until until you can find them in a store, you probably are going to end up having to order wave one as a, of the core as a block. Uh, yeah, like I, I I got stuck with the Optimus Prime too, but that went straight to eBay. Like I just was not interested, and <laughs> I've owned way too many tiny Optimus Primes at this point. I don't need another one. No, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> uh, and while, while we're here, let's may as well just roll into Rat Trap because I'm curious. Like he he looks really good, and it sounds like he's really good. So I'm I'm. Excited to hear this. Yeah, like Rat Trap is very, very nice. Again, as I said, transforms way more than I expected to. Of course, a lot of his rat mode is on his back. Just because at that size, he's got a lot of robot parts that have to be shown. And of course, the original Rat Trap was just a, a spring change one step. Mm-hmm. So, of course, it's all going to end up on the back. But it's actually a fairly involved transformation. The legs do this interesting thing where they like, like, th- like there, like there's an accidental double knee with the transformation hinge, just so it could like shrink up and form the actual rat leg. Oh, nice! Uh, yeah, uh, like the rat mode. The rat mode's really nice. Like it, it works well enough. If you balance it right, you can actually get it to like uh, rear up on the hind legs. Like there's enough there's enough uh, 
motion in the ball joints on the ankles to make that happen. A two, uh, like even a two pose rat mode is more than I expect out of like a core class rat trap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's that's awesome. Yeah, uh, like the one weird thing is like when you get to the robot mode, it does have that weird thing where the ball joint stems are attached to the back rather than the torso. Hmm. Yeah, you know, which which allows the arms to actually look correct for rat trap, and I was worried that that would like hinder or like make the articulation weird, just because the the center of the pivot is different. It works well enough. Like it's it's a little bit weird to work the shoulders, but they don't lose any range of motion for that for that little oddity. All right. Yeah, and like everything on it's nice. Like it's you know basic levels of articulation for the size like the sculpt is really crisp uh the paints i really like the paint on the head because aside from just like the silver brains there the sunken in red eyes what i really like is that the mouth also has the sunken in red but his those two buck teeth are painted oh nice so yeah they they, again they're hitting the portrait really well for those beast wars robots Yeah. yeah Oh, it's such a nice figure. Uh, it's good. It's gonna be weird having him and him and Dinobot together because he's gonna like he's so he's gonna be so tiny compared to Dinobot. But it is, it makes it easier to have Dinobot. You know, give him give him backpack rides. You know, hop up on my shoulders, little buddy. All that stuff they did in the show. Yeah, no, it was, it was literally the opposite in the show. But that that yeah, was Transmetal. Yeah. <laughs> We're not there yet. I mean, hey, who, fingers crossed. Uh, this level, <laughs> this level of love. Although I, I will say, I would still, I would like to see Masterpiece Transmetal first, just to see what they do, like uh, yeah. as, as an engineering curiosity. Uh, but it's good to hear. Like it sounds, it, Core Class just sounds like uh, you know. I, I've said many years ago how much I love the old Scout Class from the, 20, the early 2010s era. It sounds like Core Class mm-hmm. is hitting a lot of those notes again. So I'm just in a happy place. Um, you should be. So far, it's all been very, very nice. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm now, I'm like, these are so nice. I'm like, now I'm angry at MicroMasters. It's like, we could have had this for two years. That's where I was ahead of the curve, thinking those MicroMasters were dumb the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I, I, uh, I still have some more generations too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit a short one. Um, because I don't have much to say about him. I got Fast Track, um, so I now have all three modulators. Uh, Aaron, you were right. Fast Track is nicer to transform than I thought, given how much he splits. Um, mm-hmm. I do like how his backpack piece folds open for various weapon modes. I find it incredibly hard to actually split him in half. The peg is ridiculously tight that connects his pelvis to his chest uh, on mm-hmm. mine. Um He's a very dense feeling figure, which is cool, and yeah. it is it is a really weird kind of negative feeling getting him without owning Scorponok. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't make. I mean, he makes a spear, but it's not a great spear. It's not a great spear. It's just there's so much on him, like right down to having a Titan Master seat hidden in his knife, uh, where it's like, oh, and for your Scorponok, oh, you don't have Scorponok, oh. Mm. Oh, we well, can turn into a spear for your score. Oh, you're little. You're a little person. You don't have Scorponok. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, 
Like, thank goodness he has the full modulator play pattern, so you can turn him into dumb, you know, big cannon weapon packs and stuff. Um, so he's all right. He's all right. Uh, I I still don't know if I love him, but I do like him more than I expected to. Because um, he, he has a surprising amount of in-hand mass. Uh, so mm-hmm. so he, he's got that look. And his head sculpt is awesome. Uh, it's a really cool head sculpt with a really bright red visor. So yeah. uh, generally nice things to say about Fast Track, just that like he's also... A, there's so much on him that reminds you you don't own Scorponok. <laughs> it's cruel. Um yeah. Aaron, I'll, I'll pass over to you again. Uh, Sunstreaker. Is I got the, Sunstreaker too. The, is the last of of my uh, generations gets. Yeah. Um, I so so some of the things I like about him, um, the fact that he has fake headlights for his toesies. I love it. I love um, it. You know you know why I love it because they're still on the same part, so it's not like a full cheat. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was it was something where I was like, "Wait a second, <laughs> you lied to me." Um, yeah, where was I going with that? Um, I I like the the texture of most of the plastic as well. As odd as that is, I think it's because, um, like runabout run am- or uh, uh, run am- run am- muck. Run amok because so much of that is seemingly like matte or painted on top of the plastic. The, yeah, the, the smooth plastic just has a nice, using your word, hand feel to it. Um, Good word. And it, and again, he does a great job of like the legs compressing up uh, the so many other parts of his his feet. The additional heel panel that pops out um, since his toe and his heel are two. Like on two separate pieces, so that it can tuck into the front of the car pretty well, and it has a detent click as well on that little mm-hmm. heel piece. That's just yeah. a that's a cherry on top. I that's... I I love the transformation on Sunstreaker mm-hmm. uh, because it is Wheeljack's transformation basically. Um, but I checked; there are, I believe, literally no shared parts. Even the internal structures have different sculpted mm-hmm. greeble on them. Yeah. Uh, the transformation, however, is identical. It's just on Wheeljack, the shoulders are, are the rear bumper. On Sunstreaker, the shoulders are on the front, and the, the forearms are the rear bumper. Rear bumper, yeah. Um, but Sunstreaker just is such a nice transformation, and he ends up with a very slightly but markedly nicer-looking robot mode than Wheeljack in a few very nuanced little places mm-hmm. uh, that, that makes him feel... He feels premium to me in a lot of ways as a, yeah. as a transforming piece. Yep. Um, my my biggest issue with him, and it was something that I actually tweeted out. That's all. I I am always saddened by the paint versus plastic mismatch on yellow. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. on him. Here's the thing. I'm in in my in my room. I'm in right now. I have very warm lighting, which blends the two together. So it's harder for me to notice it in this room unless I look for mm-hmm. it. But boy. Uh, this is also a great example of the effects of color temperature and lighting. You put them mm-hmm. under cold lighting, pfft, looks like two different colors yeah. completely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the the lighting in here is a little bit warmer than in the living room where I was messing with them before. But it still is, it's just off, and it's a case where, like, it, for his painted parts, like, it's just on top of the clear plastic, like, 
the yellow on top of black okay i can see why that there's maybe more bleed in there and it's like it's a case of like oh well to to get the pantone right you have to hit it with multiple coats versus just one or something and they just went ah make it one coat and move on it's just and and it's a thing that's disappointing where like other things are disappointing because they're a letdown this is like it's it's you're right you're right there on the cusp yeah. and then you dropped it versus just being yeah. like Ah, here you go. Well, also, the translucent being blue means it inherently coldens the yellow when you do, like, yeah. a, a one coat over it. I almost yeah. wonder, if, and I don't know the color theory well enough, I wonder if a a wrong yellow adjusted for the blue would have compensated. Maybe. To some degree. Probably. Um, which, yeah, it's a little, it's a little complicated. And, and I will say, I was pleasantly surprised how much I don't notice it under warm lighting, um, mm-hmm. given how... In some photos, it looks straight up terrible. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a shame because it's like the, the Datsuns. This design is excellent, and then there's one little thing that's like, oh, you just—it's yeah, <laughs> it, it, the stick out like a sore thumb thing. Yeah. Um, on the Datsuns, it's the roof piece, like on all three yeah. of them. You can't you can't ignore it. It's a yep. squeaky weird gap thing, and on him, it's like, yeah, the yellows are just just a little bit off. Um. Which sucks, because, yeah, I, otherwise, I think he's great. I don't even mind he doesn't have a gun that isn't just his, you know, backpack thing. His backpack. It's a flat laser shooter. Yeah. Like, I love how it's in this position where you rotate it 180 to have it stick up just perfectly behind his head. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's so well done. I'm just like, no, I mean, yeah, sure, he doesn't have, like, a little pistol. There are countless... The, the last three... The, these three lines are full of characters who literally explode into guns. So I can give him a gun, and there's been no decent weapon storage on car modes in this line. So it's not like I would have hidden away anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. Low key, one other little thing about the Datsuns that kind of bums me out is there's a gun-shaped hole under the hood and nowhere for the <laughs> gun to go in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, like when I was talking before about how big and open that spot is. I was kind of like, I kind of did the whole like, well, maybe if I, is there a hole? No, there's no peg. What if I do? Yeah, no, that's not... Well, they, that kind of has two... Pe- are there two little... Thi- no, no, that's not doing it either. Nah. Uh, uh, but Sunstreaker, I would actually say, is a highlight figure that is worth picking up, unless mm-hmm. the, the Pantone thing truly nauseates you in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I could see that being so off-putting, but the actual toy is just so good. Like, uh, And it's amazing to look at him next to Wheeljack, because I like they are what I think you could classify in casual conversation as retools of each other, but also they have, as far as I can tell, literally no shared parts, not even the inner cage of the torso, not even the pelvis pieces. They're all different parts. Um, so it's, it's, it's I, I, something about it. I really like that. They're also two very different looking cars, uh, mm-hmm. that, that use the same transformation. Um, well, uh, I will bump from that. Uh, TJ, what's another one that you've got? Uh, let's go to Selects. I got Super Megatron. I forgot that. I, so I assumed he was already out for months and I'd missed him and then everyone got him and I was like, oh, all right. So I've only just missed him. <laughs> uh, cause he, I, I still want to pick him up. He looks so fun. Oh, he is. Like, he absolutely is. Uh, I'm gonna, like, just put it off there right, right off the bat. Uh, both the vehicle modes are just dumb. Uh, yeah. I mean, we all knew that, you know. <laughs> yeah, you, you know that going in. 
yeah, the transformations on them are silly. You know, there's not a whole lot of transforming that goes on to make what what is supposed to be a tank mode and what is kind of a jet mode. You know, it's transformation because it's a transformer. It has to turn into something. You know, like it's it's the personality and the uh, the variety that you get off of uh, Super Megatron that really sells the toy. Like mm-hmm. just you like just picking it up. It feels so much heavier than a Voyager does. Like I picked it up along with Titans Return Galvatron, and it's like so much heavier because there's so much more going on. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, uh, like, it, I, w- I wouldn't have classed this. I also have that as well. I wouldn't have classed this at like a Voyager. Like oh, a no. Voyager Plus. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe almost to like leader. I mean, like considering leader, what we considering what we, what we buy as leaders these days, mm-hmm. that that actually plays out pretty well. Yeah. 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 Like I like him with like a four different effects parts could probably it seems like that could feasibly be a leader toy. Yeah. Um also I wanted to throw in about the the um personality thing, DJ. I think that even the alt modes communicate personality. Like they are weird, but it's like they scream like, hey what's up? I'm friggin' Terabee magazine Super Megatron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Like there's some there's something I there I kind of appreciate when a Megatron just has like a no nonsense. I'm not here to hide alt mode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just I'm just here to blow things up. These are two tactical options of mine. <laughs> mm-hmm. But like I, I I love just like the overall look of the robot modes. I love the variety. I love like all the different things you can do with his cannon. Like the aside from just the super and ultra modes and the extra gun that can uh be removed for the shoulder. I love like the rotating torso. I like that the face, like the way they did the face was as two separate rotating options, so you actually have like four faces between the two. Oh damn. Like if 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 you just want like and even like just like the wings being able to compress or splayed out, mm-hmm. you know, simple things like that, or you know, you rotate those uh, shoulder wings back if you don't want those to stick out. It's it's fun just coming up with like your own Megatron, just yeah. with all the different visual options you can do with the robot mode. Shoot, what was what was that third party Megatron that had like all the different? parts that you could put on or off of it. Oh, Iron Factory. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, had like all the different Megatron iterations you could do. Mhm. Yeah, I, I think uh what was it? Didn't Ma- didn't Mastermind also do one where he could have like the pre-war Megatron? Yeah, yeah, uh, reformatted mm-hmm. Tyrantron could be minor Megatron or Tyrant Megatron. But yeah, like it kind of feels like that. There's one well, like one thing that hits me kind of oddly about the toy is the fact that I'm so used to like seeing Super Megatron just like like gleefully evil, like wide like wide grin smiling. That like seeing him like stoic faced gives me more like animated Megatron vibes. Yeah, yeah. Or even I, I was almost say like also classics Megatron, like with that like kind of Ming the Merciless I mean, like super angry face. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I hit animated specifically because animated Megatron is based on Super Megatron. Oh, that too. That too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's just it's a it's such a fun toy. So, question for you: the peg that's on his arm for the gun to go onto does yours uh-huh. have an odd flare to it? Uh, here, let me check. I, I did have like a few pegs where it's like oh that feels a little bit because that one I have to get it's like a five millimeter peg okay yeah yeah but it definitely it, does have like a it's like on the extract it like wiggled a little bit is kind of yeah, what it feels it, like so I can get like his his gun on there but I've got to get it lined up just right and then it's very compression fitty yeah like it does have a little bit of flare like like something mm-hmm. squashed during the cooldown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here, that I have and a... like removing the like triple barrel gun thing inside of the cannon. I had to get another um, five millimeter sized thing to push it out of the the big cannon part. Yeah, like part of me looked at that. Uh, like before, I looked at the instructions and went, "Oh, that doesn't." That doesn't actually come out, does it? Like, it looks like the pegs flare too much to come yeah. out. Here's the thing. Um, that little, the little flap that forms, like, the missile pod for Ultra Megatron's cannon. Mm-hmm. Like, did that, like, how did that feel on yours? Because I actually ended up breaking mine. Um, so, yeah, that is definitely a thing that, like, after I got it all out, the first time I moved it, it was very... Uh, tight, and the second or third time it it was moving better. So I don't know if yeah, because it like that little hinge completely stuck on mine the first time Oof. I tried to get it out to the point where it just it just ripped. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, no, this, uh, so. it, it it seems like to me that it's uh, like small batch tolerance issues a little bit. Hmm. Um. The thing that I did like with the Hasbro Pulse release of this, it was a box inside of a box inside of a box. Yeah, yeah. I did that. Like, I opened this up on stream, and it was just, you know, like a, like a Russian nesting doll. Just more yep. box, more box, more box. Did one of you get, like, my box for my, my Prowl Ironhide 2-pack? Because I was missing no. one of those layers. So, oh, no. Okay. No, no. <laughs> that reminded me. Uh, slight tangent, but there are also some breaks that you guys should be aware of. Um, on toys we've talked about, uh, Datsun Blue Streak. I've seen multiple reports of the clear plastic hinge on the base of the windshield breaking for some folks. Uh, so don't over-torsion it. Yeah. Um, also, it seems not common, but it's happened enough times to bring it up that there are folks who have gotten Ironhide from the 2-pack, where the pin was shot so badly through the windshield that it just blew a crack up the middle of his windshield. Ooh. Um not on mine, but I've seen at least two other people who had that happen, so it's, you know, potentially a thing to just brace for when you open the package. Aaron, I'm just setting up this this ticking time bomb yeah. of a Schrodinger's 2-pack. I'm going to be like, oh, hey, I've got this to open. i got some time to play with some toys, and there's just going to be like a confetti cannon in there that yeah. just fires off, and it all goes <laughs> in my mouth. And I'm sitting there pulling strings of metalized foil out. Yeah, they they don't tell you that it's actually Pandora's box. Yeah. <laughs> That's why some open. of us some of us get them with just a label on the on the front artwork. Um 
Which, by the way, was the other part that I thought was hilarious. They put all the labels on the front artwork. So I have a very, I had a very pristine steps to transformation back of box. <laughs> mm. uh, anyway, I didn't want to tangent fully off there, but yeah, Super Megatron is one I'm hoping goes in Canada the same way as uh, Galactic Man Shockwave, where he just suddenly was available from Diamond Distributing for Canadian comic shops. Um, and, you know, and EB Games, I believe. Canadian comic shops, for sure. So he just showed up mm-hmm. <laughs> in some comic shops. Because um, I, w- I would like to be able to just, like, find one. Because uh, I-, I really want to pick it up. I just don't want to, I don't want to jump through hoops and pay extra if I can avoid it. Um, man, I'm so jealous of you guys. That thing sounds, even though you were also just describing ways that it broke or had weird pegs, it <laughs> still sounds really fun. <laughs> um, no, right. So that was uh, that was TJ. That was you, right? Yeah, yeah. I believe so. With the unexpected, even though Aaron told me he had nothing else, generations wise, suddenly had Super I, Megatron. I, I guess, I guess that's generations <laughs> selects. I was thinking generations, generations. Okay, okay. retail. Because I, I have like, uh, like easy retail style things. Not. I, I have a twofer that's generation selects and generations. I can do for mine, which is Earthrise Megatron and. Generation selects G2 Megatron. Uh, I didn't intend to get both. Uh, I, I, I just didn't... like slipped and fell and the second one was there? Kind of, yeah, actually. <laughs> Hashtag free product. Uh, so here's the thing I'll say, begrudgingly, it is a better feeling toy than Siege Megatron in both colorways. It just feels way more solid and dense and the joints feel tighter on both of them. Um... G2 Megatron, I did have some parts fit on uh, the Fusion Cannon. I had to thicken a peg. And the shoulders on G2 Megatron do feel like maybe over time, like I might, it might be like, you know, packaging fresh tightness as opposed to long term tightness. Um, but they just, they, they both feel a little bit better. And uh, the transformation's more or less identical. Um, G2 Megatron, the big dumb sword, makes way more sense when it's green. I don't know how else to put it. Like it just, you know, you know the thing I'm talking about, right? Like the, mm-hmm. yeah. the really lousy accessory on him. Somehow it makes more sense when it's green. Uh, and it, and yeah, it is a big awkward accessory that in fact has a second accessory pegged onto it. Uh, that little plank that's on the cannon is not on there in alt mode. That plank comes off and fills in a gap on the back of the tank mode. That plank does nothing except. <laughs> Make the sword thing look more awkward. Uh, so I think Siege Megatron is a better looking package. Both versions of the Earthrise one, though, just feel better. Uh, if you had to pick one, I would say go for the Selects G2 Megatron. Earthrise Megatron, like, that weathering on him is more gaudy than on Siege. <laughs> it's just really, really an eyesore. Because uh, he's clean everywhere else, and the weathering is over top of a pair of D62 tampos that are, you know, a fun little throwback mm. that are rendered half illegible because they're covered in silver splatter. Uh, mm. The new head sculpt is good. The new the new torso sculpt bits are nice. It's not a bad toy. It's just like the the gray retail version feels 
so redundant outside of the tactile improvement. And that sword accessory is kind of lousy. And it is also the entire front of the tank turret. And that blade just slides under the turret, kind of like the split blade on the siege one. It's just, yeah. a, it, but it's less, it's less elegant somehow. Even though that split blade was not very elegant, this is less elegant. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he, he's not great, but he's better than I thought. Because I thought he was gonna suck, uh, the gray one, the G two one. I was I was just into the colors, and the colors turned out. I think on him, um, could have been a little brighter on either of them, not both, but I, one of them, the purple or the green, could have been brighter, but not enough for me to complain a ton. Um, so that's that's the story on on Earthrise Megatron, the one of the weirdest Voyagers in the line. I still remember that time when we were talking about how oh that must just be that must just be a cobbled together. They must have just stuck. Siege Megatron in the package. He's still got the weathering on his legs. I remember that conversation from 500 years ago. Uh, it was really weird to see that weathering in person, finally. <laughs> um, so, Aaron, are you, are, are you done-done now for Generations? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm done-done for Transformers for this episode. Right. Noted. Uh, TJ, what's, uh, have you got anything else left Generations-wise? God Neptune. Cool. I forgot that came out too. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Hasbro Pulse has really been surprising my bank account lately. Uh, man, I forgot about Piranicon. I I never picked up any of the Piranicon stuff, and I still would like to. But it's, there was never a good Canadian hookup on that uh, that wasn't going through like smaller toy sellers, which is fine. But you know, Generation Selects. I want to be able to get it at a store. It's become like part of what draws me to it. Uh, hopefully I see God Neptune at, a, at an EB or something. Uh, okay, this is coming out actually kind of lousy. I should say, support small toy dealers still. It's just, for me, small toy retailers is where I want to get, like, you know, like, importy stuff or third-party stuff. Um, Gen Selects, it's like a weird blockage in my head as far as getting it that way. But, that aside, God Neptune. Uh, does he feel alright? That's the second use of those molds, right? Yep. Does he does he feel okay or does he feel very second use? Um, it, it, I mean it's hard to say. I didn't get any of the of the uh, the actual Seacons. Hey, uh, like it didn't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it was. Like getting him piecemeal, like bit you know one or two at a time, just put me off. But, I could see it. Like, yeah, it, I mean they feel fine. Like, like they they feel they they feel about as quality as the Combiner War toys do, you know, because mm. it's it is still very much sunk in that, uh, it, you know, in that in that realm of engineering. Like it's it's interesting to play with them just to find those little elements of oh I remember that from one of the Terracons. You know, <laughs> uh, but they they do they. The sets themselves do strike a little bit weird, just because they do have like giant fish parts hanging off of them, you know. Like, you know, I I can't even remember the name. Like, I, I I'm trying to remember the names because I I haven't watched through uh, Beast Wars two. Oh, don't ask so me. I, I can't remember. I, <laughs> I only I, know Sila or Skilla. Yeah, the Scylla, the yeah, Scylla, yeah, Scylla and Scylla and Half Shell is the only ones I remember. Yeah, and I'm one of them's called Sea Phantom. You think I could tell you which one? Uh, no, that's why he's the Phantom of the Sea. 
There's one that just has a giant fish head hanging off his back. I mean, if you just say the one with the giant fish head on his back. Yeah, yeah, that kind of <laughs> narrows it down. So the engineering on them is a little bit weird. I mean, they, they, they're they fun toys. I, I find the most endearing in the beast modes just because they're so absurd. Yeah. You I know, think like, that's kind I got of the play- draw. Yeah, it kind of is. Like, I got to playing with Sea-Wing, or what used to be Sea-Wing. Don't know what his name is now, <laughs> but the, the, uh, uh, the, uh, the Manta Ray one. Yeah. I will and say, I forgot. There, there's never, there's never been better evidence that those anime series missed the prime generation of fan subbing than conversations like this. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's available now. Like there's official subs of it. I just haven't watched. Yeah, like I said, there was a there was a time when there would have been a generation of our fandom who would have gobbled up those fan subs. Instead, we watched the Unicron trilogy fan subs because that's mm-hmm. all we had. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can rattle off Galaxy Force names. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, but they they feel fine. They feel fine. Like the to- the toys themselves feel fine. I didn't have any issue like. A couple pegs here and there, but nothing that made me went that made me go, oh yeah, this these are just like, you know, it, it's a low quality second use of the molds. Yeah. Um, like they're still fun to play with. The combined mode is beautiful. Like I love how like integrated all the weaponry is. Like someone was really dedicated to making sure like you have a normal sword for half shell, and then they turn into like the giant blazing sword from Voltron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This just massive trident on the end of a sword. <laughs> like I I love how everyone gets an extra melee weapon to make that happen. Like I I like I like whatever I like when the team gets like weapons that all unify for the combined mode. That feels fun. The guns do the same thing, but nowhere near as elegant. I find like a unified gun also usually just ends up looking like a bunch of guns stuck together. Because, like, a sword, you have a certain shape you need to achieve. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, with guns, mm-hmm. like, even going back to, like, you know, the slight retool on G1 Bruticus, it's like, yeah, if you just kind of stick them all together so that they form a tapered end, it's believable as a gun. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, like, you can easily dish up parts of a sword to make it look like other bladed weapon. Like, yeah, yeah. you can take a big, yeah. like double-edged sword and okay you kind of the the handle and hilt make a, a one sword and then the halves off of each side make others boom yeah i mean yeah. transformers have been doing that for a while i think they've just gotten a lot better at it you know like mm-hmm. uh like god neptune's sword is you know or Piranicon sword is a very distinct shape. To, so to break it down into here's a couple axes, a normal size sword, and a pair of like thin blades. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, that's easy enough to do. Like it, it, it's come a long way from like Magna Boss, where you know you have that com- the combined sword, but you know Prowl has this like weird claw weapon as a as a yeah. part of that. Uh, yeah, the but no, the, or good, good. No, no, no! I was just going to keep complimenting the set as well as it. Okay, I was just going to say, like, from everything I've seen, it, it seems like they they hit the color scheme spot on. Uh, which mm-hmm. for for both colorways of that set is like to me like the second most important thing beyond you know feeling decent. Yeah, um, yeah. 
uh, yeah, I'm glad it, like, it sounds like it, it hold like it holds together well. The Combiner Wars joint is still good and hearty. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, like th- th- that 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 one is old reliable joint. at this point. Yeah, hell yeah, I, hell yeah. I will I will say the only one that gives me fault is Scylla, just because there there's a lot of weird accordioning to get her into the leg mode, the arm slash leg mode. Hmm. Yeah, to this point, I'm not. I'm still not convinced. Like, he hasn't fallen apart. He hasn't dropped. You know, he hasn't. Like, his leg hasn't crumpled. So I assume it's all connected correctly. Uh, I do find it ironic that she's remolded from a male character, and yet she still falls into the female trap of ninety percent of my alt mode is on my back. They always, <laughs> you know what? Late twenty ten Transformers. They always find a way. They, mm-hmm. <laughs> they always find a way. Oh, female character. Let's get you a backpack. Let's get you a backpack yeah. and uh <laughs> All right. Well, I, uh I got one I got one more generations thing that I can hit. Oh no. Wait, two more. Well, one of them's really short. So I'll, I'll save the short one for the end. But I also I also got Trailbreaker. Uh and I don't have hoist still. I still have to pick up hoist and grapple sometime. So this is my first time messing with that mold in its entirety. Um I like a lot of it. I'll get the bad part out of the way. So the arms don't really hide, right? Like, there's just hands? Nope. Okay. I said mm-hmm. to make sure. Because there's so much room under there. I was like, am I doing something wrong? <laughs> uh, Trailbreaker, uh, the, he's, the, the thing about him I really like is he has, you know those, those three stripes, the yellow, orange, red stripes? Mm-hmm. They hit the tones on those just perfectly. Like, it evokes late 70s early 80s vhs to me somehow um also like the tr- the transformation's cool the arms are a bummer but otherwise the transformation's pretty neat and in, in how small his truck mode is for how tall his robot mode gets uh i i you know i saw this on on hoist but i do like the way that they pulled off the big panels behind his arms without the arms being unposable um it's a little awkward, but not too bad. The Trailbreaker head sculpt is solid. You know, it obviously is different. Uh, I think he has different doodly boppers behind his head, too. Um, he has he two does. of them. Yeah, okay. Hey, he's got two of them that can fold up. I really like how they can fold up or store away in the backpack. Uh, and he has, like, a, a full canopy that goes over the back. That is, You can remove it if you want, but it can just open and close, you know, like a hatch to deploy the, uh, the Trailbreaker force field thing and a little cannon. Uh, or they can just fold back into it if you want. Um, and then he's got this, you know, this thing that can clip over one of his hands to just be a, a Diaclone missile. Uh, he's a very solid figure. It definitely makes me, uh, want to, like, I still want to pick up Grapple and Hoist anyway, because I like them as a duo. Just they're wave one, so it was real easy to take it slow this year. And then now that I've seen them go on sale multiple times, I'm like, oh, Boxing Day. Uh, but Trailbreaker uh, was a, was a fun intro to the mold, uh, and I I think he's fine. Just obviously, you know, if if it is a thing, the truck mode. If you look at it from the side, there are just straight up two fists chilling out, and there is absolutely no nice way to hide them. <laughs> yeah, uh, I had missed that about Hoist, so I was just, I was just staring for a little bit. But the rest of it tabs together nicely, and I, I like the size. Like it's a little, it's a little bit undersized, I would say. In, in vehicle mode compared to the, the Datsuns and Ironhide. But like mm-hmm. not enough for me to care. Like it's 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 got that, that eighties cartoon um you know scale squishiness. Uh mm-hmm. but yeah, he he he's the one that was like 
revealed alongside Sunstreaker. So it was kind of interesting to get the two of them at once and uh, and get to experience the mold. But uh, yeah, I dig them. I dig them. I got one more. But uh, TJ, how about you? Uh, any other generation stuff to hit up? Is it getting bigger and bigger, or was? This... <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, like, I got Unicron early. Yeah, like, how, where do I go up from <laughs> God Neptune? No, I'm done. Okay, I, I got a quick like one. Every, like, every, like, everything else I got has been talked about already, and I got my little talking points in then. Okay, I, I got one more I'll throw out, which is I also got the regular retail Quintesson. Um, I actually, now that I got him side by side with the Pit of Jud- Judgment one, I really like the different shades on them. It does make them look like just two different Quintessons. Uh... Also, I got to flex slightly. I had read so much about how hard it is to get those two faceplates on. Uh, I got them on, like, in two seconds. It was super easy. <laughs> I don't know what I did what I did differently, but I just I saw that one of the clips was L-shaped. And so I was like, oh, I'll just leave her you in. And it was like... Like, maybe it's the current run of them. Maybe they adjusted that as a production thing. But I didn't have any, any problems getting those faces in. Uh... I have Yes, you are tr- you are truly the chosen one. Uh, it's like it's like King Arthur and the Sword and the Stone, you know? It just <laughs> it was meant for me. Uh I haven't transformed him cuz I transformed the Pit of Judgment one. I don't think I need to transform this one cuz why would you really do it? Uh <laughs> The uh, the spinning face gimmick works. I haven't tried having him hold the pistol cuz his tentacles, the one thing about the Pit of Judgment that's nice is that the tentacles are left open in the package. In their natural positions. In the retail one, those tentacles are bent to hell. Uh, like, they're all sweeping to one side. Having two of them, it's kind of neat, because it does make them, again, look different from each other. But um, I haven't tried curling one around to have them hold a gun. Um, but, yeah. I think that uh, it, my dream would be to, to eventually get a hold of one more Quintesson um, for hopefully next to nothing, somehow. And then uh, two Alicons. And then I, I think I've got my little my little lair completed um but uh that does it for my generation stuff so we've got uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna say i said this in our little our little chat i'm gonna bump the listener question um because we ended up having even though i thought we had lots of toys we had even more than that so mm-hmm. uh i'm gonna bump the listener question to, to the next episode um very quickly uh, a little bit of news we've got stock images of them there is going to be a wave two of the walmart retro headmasters titans return reissues so uh Highbrow, Skullcruncher, and Weird Wolf uh, are also coming out. Kind of what I was expecting. I, I was like, I was thinking, oh, well, you know, if they do well, they'll clearly do the other ones. They already are doing the other ones. Um, which are shipping uh, with apparently um, Hardhead again to fill out their wave box. So Hardhead's going to be pretty common, I'm guessing. Uh, I don't need these because I have the Legends versions and the Titan Return versions. So there's not enough different for me to want to triple dip. Um, but the, the packaging is really cool. And these are, these are fun toys. I'm actually kind of curious if, uh, there's going to be any, cause I remember there was something about skull cruncher. He had like a tolerance thing. I can't remember what it was. Um, but I'm wondering if this version of weird wolf will be spared the fate of the cracking cockpit hinge. Uh, we won't know for a while, but that, that's, that's the main point of interest for me. Um, Aaron, did you have any, any reactions to these? Um, again, I think it's awesome that, uh, that, that the packaging looks so amazingly retro, like, again, down to, like, the old school Hasbro logo, yeah, the, like, two kids in a house logo versus the, the current logo, like, 
Like it, uh, that's that's what it needs to look like, and that's 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 very cool. Um, but yeah, I my my Walmart's been bad about Walmart exclusives. My all of the WalMarts in town have been bad about that because I've been uh, a couple people in town that are not quite as risk averse. I guess have been like been pestering them, and nobody's seen like the Netflix Wave Two stuff. Um, I think one of them got in the oh, I did see at one point in time like blasters at one of them but you know these I don't know if these will show up or how I forgot like, blaster was a thing slap will be um am I going to get them no I already have versions of that mold some same as you sometimes like multiples or kind of multiples of them so it's, it's it's not the drive it looks really neat this would be awesome like for people's first versions of the mold to get that mm. Lots Indeed. of people missed out on them who are after them now. So this is yeah. this is good news in general. Um, yeah. And uh, TJ, um, do you got any reactions to the wave two of these reissues? Not necessarily. It's nice that they are getting all of the headmasters out. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm the retro packaging still disappoints me because I'd be so much more <laughs> into getting the G one reissues. Yeah. Yeah. And the retro packaging is also, it's a little wasteful. Like, if you look at that hardhead packaging shot, it's like, there's a ton of air in that package. Yeah. (laughs) I I feel like it's just a weird call for Walmart to go, hey, you know all these G1 reissues we've been doing with retro packaging? Well, we want the retro packaging, but can you make the toys modern? Like, can you just give us the, the new stuff and the old look? I also worry about those box flaps because, I mean, the packaging is – I think there are folks who are going to be buying these just to keep sealed because they probably have already double, triple dipped on these as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, those box flaps look like a nightmare waiting to happen if you're worried about creasing. Um, I can say, like, the uh, Gigawatt has a box flap. That thing was creased right out of the shipping box. Mm. Uh, at least lightly creased. It wasn't a horrible crease, but it was enough to be like, oh, there's someone who would be really bummed out about this. Especially if it was the Walmart version that was like the limited run, you know, stamp on the box thing. Um, but yeah, uh, for those of you who have missed out on Titans Return, and, and like these are really cool toys, that Weird Wolf is a standout deluxe. Um, Highbrow is another one, actually. His his uh, Headmaster fitment on in Titans Return was kind of awful. So it would be nice if this one had like better tolerances all around. Um, but yeah. Uh, that brings us to what other Transformers we got this week, uh, of which I still have some. <laughs> um, Aaron, you're all done, I believe mm-hmm. you said. So, uh, TJ, we'll start with you. Have you got any uh, other Transformers this week you want to hit up? Uh, I don't think so. I think I think we've cleared through all of them. I am the last man standing. All right, I'll be quick then. Uh <laughs> Which is funny because I got two MPMs. <laughs> um, so I, I got I got a hookup on MPM Starscream uh, from uh, a kind a kind person in my Discord, uh, Frosty, um, who was able to get me the hookup on that target price. You know the one. Oh yeah, yeah. So even with so with the with the figure taken out of the package and shipped to Canada, shipping from the states to Canada has gone up exponentially in price. Not not like into the triple digits. It's a lot more expensive though to ship to Canada from the states now. Small businesses have said this. Aaron, we even did a test on like a padded envelope, mm-hmm. um, and and it was like a blink at the price kind of moment. Disgusting. Yeah, like the fact that it was 
it wasn't like 50 bucks, but it was enough still to be like, really? Uh, yeah. Especially with the current Canadian exchange rate. Um, so this had a shipping cost because it still was a toy in a box. It was still way less than the Canadian, because the Canadian retail on Starscream is what is over 200 Canadian dollars. Uh, so this was still a good deal and I'm really thankful, um, that, that Frosty was able to get me the hookup on this one. Uh, cause yeah, for retail price, MPM Starscream has plenty of weird little issues that would stand out immediately. Uh, at a discounted price, Star- MPM Starscream is a really fun toy. Uh, the transformation is bonkers. Um, and it is a little explodey, but it does have a flow. Once you know how mm-hmm. it works, um, I'll just get this part out of the way. The instruction sheet's garbage, obviously. Yes. Um, yeah, of course. On NPM Starscream, it is it is troublesomely garbage because there are steps that are quite literally invisible on the instruction sheet because there's too much ink. So there's just a blob at one point, and it's like, well, something happens in that blob. Guess I'll find out. Um, but I like the transformation a lot. Once you know how it works, the only part of it that's that's a bit much is going back to jet mode. There is kind of no clean way to get his arms stored away because they have to store away before his legs, which means you have his arms flopping around and his, his lower hip leg section flopping around at the same time while you're trying to align tabs that can't fully align until you fold the legs down over top of the arms, which are the things trying to align tabs. The upside of this is if things are a little bit off Everything is held in place by so many parts. It's not like his jet mode is jiggly. Um, and I, I really like how he turned out as a transforming toy. <clears throat> He's got three accessories that you can just stick on the jet, which means he can be a somewhat undercarriaged um, modern F-whatever. Aaron, what was he? F-22. F-22. So he can be an F-22 with a weird amount of undercarriage and a giant buzzsaw under one wing, which is pretty funny. Um the the robot mode like the the way that the the weapon accessories go onto his arms is kind of cool in how they they transform onto his arms in a way they clip in in two spots one bummer about him which i got a little heads up on it seems to be a very common but variable problem his shoulder ratchet joints are a little the detented forward backward shoulder motions a little bit loose on a lot of them on mine mm-hmm. his left arm cannot really stay raised up with the six missile rack blade weapon attached if I okay. orient things in a special way, it kind of can. But overall, it's a little bit loose. Um, and Frosty let me know that there is a way to drip floor polish in there uh, if it does bother me. So I'm going to, you know, I might. But uh, the, the only other thing about the robot mode is, yeah, he has, like, the big thing, he has no bicep swivels. Um, and there aren't really any clean workarounds to that. The, the one thing that is cool that does help with it is he has this in, entire kind of lateral shoulder motion, like a small-scale backwards butterfly joint, where the entirety of the top corners of, of his nacho, that is his body, can flex backwards in a really cool and like almost organic way. Uh, and you can untransform his arms a little bit to create an inward-swinging elbow. Uh, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say like rely on that really, but it's just weird though. Yeah, he's just he's weird, and it's all in character for the design. Yeah, the way his like, body comes together is so cool. Like, and that, that's like I, 
at the half price Target retail um, that I got mine, that's an okay A for it. Um, but I'm really like looking at just divesting myself of a bunch of like masterpiece stuff. And I think it was that Starscream that I was finally like, you know what? I'm not sure what I'm doing with all these masterpiece toys. You, you know, I just had a similar thought to that. Uh, and I, I cleared out a lot of my masterpiece toys recently just because I was picking up things like I picked up Earthrise Sunstreaker and I started playing around with him and going 99 times out of 100. If I want to mess around with Sunstreaker, I'm going to grab this just because it's so much easier to work with. Yeah, I, I think it it, uh, it touches on something I've, I've, I've talked about before, which is like the granularity of what you specifically you the individual like as a collector and now that with Earthrise you've got stuff like you know these sort of pseudo smaller not masterpieces but they hit some of the same notes kind of figures yeah high 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 quality like version yeah yeah, yeah, it's like it's like I don't think that they just replace the masterpiece version, but it means if your draw to masterpiece was a nice transformer that resemble that looks a lot like the the character, you now can just get at that in a main in a main line where masterpiece mm-hmm. now has this it, mm-hmm. it has this function of like this is where we flex engineering and do like straight up uh, solid mass magic, mm-hmm. uh, to which I've had people say then then who is it for? And I'm like, well, me, uh, and that doesn't carry a line. But the granularity that exists now means I think that you you can stop thinking like, well, I need to have Masterpiece because I'm a Transformers fan. Uh, and you can start saying like, well, do I like Masterpiece for what it uniquely brings or not? Uh, like with Masterpiece Sunstreaker, you've got it like I'm in love with that as a transforming piece more so than I am with it as Sunstreaker. Uh, that's just happenstance. Mm-hmm. If I only had Cordon, I would probably be fine never picking up Sunstreaker. I like having both of them because I'm just weird like that. But uh, it, it creates this level of granularity. With MPMs, I think it already existed. It was like a preview where it's like MPM Starscream even for all the stuff I love about him. It's like, well, what does he do that I don't get out of Studio Series Starscream? And it's like what he does is this is he is the live action movie transformation schemes made manifest. He is chaos. He He's a jet that becomes chaos that forms into a really weird triangle Birdman, uh, and if you're not down with that, then you're probably fine with the Studio Series one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say I'll say controlled chaos. If it, if it was straight up chaos, then I wouldn't like it because that that's a chaos I've seen on some third party toys where it's like, yeah, this is just a bunch of ball jointed sticks that are all floating around each other and have fun. Um, like he still has linearity, you know, parts still untab and retab, and that's important. Um, but he he also is so large and he is so chaos that he's expensive and if you can get him on sale I think he it, it pushes his bang for your buck up exponentially same story for MPM Ratchet who was very recently 30% off on Toys R Us.ca <laughs> which made me pull the trigger on him uh, also because I'd heard good things about him from two people um, MPM Ratchet I think because he's I'm not saying MPM is done but I'm saying I think there's a chance Ratchet may be the twilight of MPM for a while, because if if they continue, they're moving into Brawl and Bone Crusher, and I don't and Blackout, you know, and those are three that I don't know. 
I don't know if they will. Um, but Ratchet also feels a I'm little stupid, bit like I'd do blackout. I mean, they, for, you know, the yeah. reasons, but it would be great if they did all three of them. I just think that like those three specifically brawl, bone crusher, blackout, mm-hmm. bone crusher is a maybe blackout and brawl are like, they, they hit, they, they're going to hit like Titan prices. Yeah. Blackout. Yeah. That would be gigantic. Probably higher than that. Blackout's like, like, huge compared to the rest of the cast. In Canada, MPM Starscream already is basically the same price as Scorponok, if I recall correctly. Uh, so, like, I just don't know if they will. MPM Ratchet feels, in a positive way, like the Twilight of MPM. Uh, he's an Autobot truck MPM who, in many ways, feels like an aggressive apology for Optimus and Ironhide. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. he's a good transformer. That's the thing. <laughs> uh, he still has some weird finicky bits, but they aren't critical to the entire structure of either of his modes. Um, also his, his shoulders and elbows are full of that goodness, right? Um, he's got big die cast plates on his toes and like, that's it. That's where the die cast is. Uh, and, and he, his transformation he has, I believe, I'm pretty sure he does no parts cheating whatsoever. Uh, so all the parts of the ambulance that seem to, like, break apart, break apart. Um, but they move with linearity, and they move in chunks. Uh, he's really fun to transform, I feel. Uh, the only parts that are kind of hinky are he has these things made out of the front fenders and headlights of his alt mode. And they're on the design, those, like, L-shaped things that are just floating in front of them. Uh, and they're just floating in front of them on this. They kind of are cut to to kind of rest on the front grill on his alt mode stuff, but they are kind of just floating there on ball socket joints that are separated from the actual arm joints. Um, so they, they can bump into stuff, but they can also get out of the way. Uh, also, his instructions are worse than Starscream's. Uh, in that there are critical small motions that are, again, literally impossible to read. There's also an inexplicable part on the instructions, unless I read it wrong, where they try to get you to tab those L things into panels on the fronts of his shoulders to nullify his shoulder joints for no reason. It's for the look? Not even for the look! Because <laughs> it's all it, they're still just floating there. It just nullifies his shoulder joints, and they pop right out again if you try to move his shoulders. It's really weird. Um, I also want to call out, like, his backpack compression is a thing of majesty, the way that his, his the, the, the kind of top and back panels of the truck just, they, they crumple into a plank on his back. Uh, it, it's been, and they tab in, in like three separate places while doing so, and also C-clip onto a rod while doing so. Uh, it's a, it's aggressive, uh, how much he does to be solid. Um, his mouth also opens too much, which is great. And, uh, his accessories, like he's got, he's got a gun, which can clip over his forearm and he's got a buzz, a double buzz saw where one is smaller than the other, which I always forget was a thing that can clip on the other forearm. Um, and it, they see clip on, so they aren't like tabbing on it. It's like, it's like cook click. It's in fact a little scary getting the buzzsaw back off because it flexes a little bit. Uh, and he's got these two dumb little missile clusters that go onto his left forearm. And then they all have really solid places to store in the vehicle mode too. 
Um, even though that means he's an he's a medical vehicle with a double buzz saw on the back, where like it's it's holding the the rear doors closed. So if you were to try to wheel a stretcher into him, you'd be faced with a double buzz saw locking the door, which seems a bit much. Um, even little things, the front triplicate headlights are in a row, and then as you transform him, they form like you know a little triangle shape. Um, he's great. Uh, again, he, he's a bit expensive cause he's, he's an Ironhide size. He's, he's an Optimus size. He's a truck MPM. He feels so much better than those two. Uh, he's, I think comes close to being just genuinely fun to transform altogether. Like I could see some folks bouncing off of him still, but like, I really like messing with him. And then for the, for like Ratchet's robot mode is kind of, again, it's chaos, uh, but his transformation is not chaos, and the chaos of his robot mode is, for the most part, held together really solidly, where you can just pose him, and you don't have to worry about the state of everything, other than those weird, like, L things um, floating in front of him. So, I would give, like, a, a fairly relieved recommendation on MPM Ironhide, is the way I would put it. Uh... It's worth your time if you can just mess with someone's. It, it's it's very cool. So uh, I wanted I wanted to highlight that one. Um, also, thanks to Toys R Us for putting them on sale so quickly. Made it really easy to pull the trigger. Uh, I don't know, um, Aaron. Did you have any interest in MPM in MPM Ratchet, or is he just now falling into your questioning of the whole thing uh, off of Starscream? It's, if I found it for thirty percent of the price, not thirty percent off. For I think what Target had it listed at, I'd probably get it because that's an inexpensive way to experience that. But if you can get that Target rollback, whatever liquidation price on him, I would say go for it. Because worst case, transform him a couple times, and you could probably sell him on for the same price. Yeah, but yeah, with with how I feel after Starscream and even Dinobot, like Dinobot was really cool, but it was a whole lot of things being weird to try and fit two different forms that I may be better off moving along to somebody else. Um, yeah. I, I would also say a question to ask yourself about Masterpiece is like, I think it's easy to appreciate, or it's easy to say one can appreciate the sheer magic of the of the engineering and design. Mm-hmm. The question is, do you need to own it to appreciate that? Yeah. Um, is the question I would say one should ask themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, we did our Transformers we got this week. Um, so yeah, my apologies. I am going to save this listener question to bump to next week. Just I, I figure it's it's easier if we just kind of make the, make that our, our peak and then uh, taper off into a little bit of off-topic if we got any. Um, Aaron, I'll open the floor to you first because I'm still, I still feel bad about that way I just eliminated your off-topic that one time. <laughs> um, so you got you got any off-topic stuff you want to hit up? Uh, I'll talk about some Cyberpunk 2077. Um, so, uh, so Apparently it's a garbage file if you're not on a, gar- on a god-tier PC. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do all the jokes. So, Aaron, yeah. just make sure um, uh, to get the guide to all the different spots that may trigger a seizure. Yeah. And uh, when you're streaming it, make sure that you've checked the box for those two music tracks. But also make sure you mute the sound on the other two scenes where the third music track might play. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, make sure your, your PC is really good. But then also make sure you're only using a certain graphic setting because some of the uh, ray tracing may still cause some lag issues, and you'll still probably yep. see a T posing person. Uh, well, the- yeah, I, d- I did see I did see a T posing person. Um, yeah, and I pulled I pulled that one from you yeah. talking to me about it. That was yeah. our little that was our little in. That's yeah. me winking. Uh-huh. 
Uh, but no, it's been, I mean, again, it is a, a game that I would say I think a lot of people uh, in some of the like reactions that I've seen out of people, I think um, a lot of people were taking like the final version of Witcher 3 and trying to take that. Well, if they take that and then extrapolate out the whatever seven years they've been working on it, on cyberpunk this is going to be the best game ever not realizing that like cyberpunk's coming from a new place and like witcher 3 when it released wasn't like it had a bunch of issues too that cdpr just like went through and chugged through and and fixed a bunch of things but still like sometimes when you summon roach she ends up on top of a house because that's what that does that's just what a horse does, Aaron. Yeah. So I've I've enjoyed it. The the shooting feels good. The different weapons feel different for for what they are. The cyber some of the cyberpunky things that I was hoping to see are are there are cyberpunky things. And a whole lot of Keanu Reeves. Very profane Keanu Reeves. So um it's been it's been fun. I've not got to play quite as much of it as I'd wanted to in the last few days because uh Romo's started having seizures. Yep. Um, yep. Which is great. Um Doggy seizures are very sad and scary. Yeah, very scary. Um Yeah. But that's that's the long and short of it for me and things that I've done that aren't Transformers is is Cyberpunk and Dog Seizures. I do want. I do want to throw Pro- a little prob- thing out probably, there. Probably, probably a car this weekend because the current one is. <laughs> but yeah, not out in a bunch the fun cool way. One. Yeah, not in the fun but, way. <laughs> yeah, not like Woo, I'm getting a car finally. It's like, oh, it's like, I gotta oh, no. go. <laughs> what can I get for the moths that fly out of this wallet? Oh. Half <laughs> the, a the skateboard. I, That's not going to be helpful. There, there, there are a bunch of things about Cyberpunk that are that I are on my mind. I'm not going to say because I don't want to like crap all over your fun. Uh, I, I do want to throw out there, though, the one thing I'll say when it comes to people who got overhyped for the thing and had high expectations, I would say CDPR, to a degree, exacerbated that uh, in in the promotion yeah. of it. Like they yeah. definitely were not they were not being humble in the promotion of it. Um, and and I, I think one could definitely say like, yeah, I mean, f- folks might have some unrealistic expectations. Folks also had some expectations as advertised to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, you know, <laughs> you, when you dig a deep enough hole for yourself, and you say that there's liquid gold at the bottom, and then the liquid gold is also molten and it burns, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you kind of cause that to happen to a certain degree. Uh, also, when you when you crunch your team so long, <laughs> so hard, yeah. through multiple delays, yeah. like at a certain point, it's like, yeah, I mean, if you weren't crunching everyone, and it was it was this, but a bit worse, I don't think anyone would have yelled as much. They would have been going, like, ah, remember the Witcher. But all the crunch stuff is like, it's hard to, when you draw the line between it. You're like, oh, you guys, mm-hmm. oh boy. Um, yeah. But I'm glad that your new your new rig is getting its use. Uh, it's mm-hmm. it's big, or not its use. It's obviously going to be used oh, for it's 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 going to be used for it, more and greater things as time goes. It's on. a thing that like I I tuned it so well. I put the big cooler on it when I'm doing my normal stuff and playing some games. I don't hardly hear it. I was able to push those settings far enough and and watch the graphs where where I could safely step back a step or two on settings if I wanted to to like bring those very sharp peaks down on like thermals and the like but 
I mean, it, it, I think I got like three hours straight in at one point in time and it was, it was, it was plugging and chugging and like beautiful reflections in water and stuff like that, that I wasn't like terribly, uh, expecting a ton of. So you're, you're now well equipped to deal with the probably what I understand to be odd transitionary period of gaming generation that someone with a PC like yours will be able to glide through for the most part. Yeah. That's um, also have Cyberpunk on the Xbox because Alfie wanted to play it. Um, she was very interested in it, but has no interest in playing games on uh, PC um, because mm-hmm. for whatever reason, mouse, keyboard, or even controller at a PC, she's just like, eh, I don't like this. This feels wrong. Okay, fine, whatever. Um, we've yet to boot that up after seeing some of the like first week of previous generation consoles playing this game that that uh, I think PlayStation has gotten the the first like cleanup patch that Xbox still hasn't gotten or something so she's like I'll probably wait for a while <laughs> so yeah whatever I'll, I'll have played it and then I'll be sitting there in the living room watching her play it and be like no, no don't do that don't 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 do that no you're like, no, do this to get the T-Pose person to rise up out of the toilet and then smash a yeah. car through a barricade and then swear yeah. at you. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, TJ, how about you? Any any off-topic stuff you want to hit up? Uh, complete selection modification O's driver. I saw a tweet about it. Now I forgot what the contents was, even though I retweeted it. It was something about... What was it? I don't remember now. I believe, I, I believe it was... Uh, the discovery of the about the new metals working in the dx driver yeah i mm. i like that that's unnecessary probably just a coincidence of the coding already existing but that's still pretty cool yeah so well it was interesting on two folds number one like the because complete selection is insane they threw in five hypothetical sets of metals including yeah. poseidon including poseidons that actually work for o's now uh those don't work but the other four combo sets and then one stray one, mm. uh, all of those were sound effects that existed in the original DXO's driver. They never had metals produced. You had to hack the system and, like, legitimately, like, solder it to, like, a calculator to punch in, like, the fake signals. Yeah, this was an that actual kind of hacking. hack. This wasn't, this wasn't yeah. I went in with two toothpicks and pushed patterns kind of hack. This is yes. like, because you had, you had to replicate, um, uh, not infrared. RFID. You had to replicate RFID signals that didn't have existing chips. I think, I remember back in the day, some people found, like, by happenstance, there were ways to make some of them go off by, like, I stacking mean, chips together. I, you, I, yeah, I remember yeah. that. There were certain ones, if you stack the two chips, the signal just right was a third one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But for, for a lot of times, it's like the first time you'd ever hear the DX... Uh, scanner actually playing these noises. And in doing that, I found out the other interesting thing, which is they re-recorded the dialogue for those. For whatever reason. Yeah. Hmm. I uh, I wonder if, because, you know, they were never used in the show, I wonder if they had, in the, you know, preceding nine years, just deleted the high-res recordings of those from whatever archive they have, or just lost it. Hmm. Like that that seems like the most likely thing to me is because they probably were like, all right, we have a high res sound chip. We're going to we're going to go get all the old, you know, all the bass recordings, put them in there. Oh, wait, where did these four go? 
Oh, they were only ever recorded like in 2010 before the toy came out for hypothetical metals. Do we have the audio files? Uh, and then it's like, oh, we can probably get someone to just re-record it. <laughs> yeah, I, I could very much see that being a. Um, like, yeah, it's they've all been made. Why would we like keep this thing around? Yeah, it was it was like yeah. unused toy audio that was never in the show. Yeah. I could totally see those those audio files just getting lost to time. Uh, that's really cool though. Like that, it's like the throwback thing, and that like you know now you have like basically two different audio tracks technically. Uh, mm-hmm. across the two things. Is that, is that complete selection thing? Like how, how is it though? Cause like I, that's, that's one of the most tempting ones to me. Cause it, I love O's a lot and that just seems I mean, like such a package. I mean, there is a lot in there cause you get like, you get over 50 medals. Oh yeah. Oh, oh it's literally every metal <laughs> O's ever used, even in the movies. Everything that they all everything that they ever did in the shows works. Even the writer medals. Uh, oh god, what else? Um, the uh, the Foundation X version of the medals from the last time Asian Ankh appeared in a movie. Those function the same way. Uh, uh, you get the cra- like the you get the cracked Taja medal that gives you the final episode version of Taja Doru. Oh man. Uh, mm. Even even simple stuff. Like the fact that uh you can hear the added audio for the uh Henshin sound effect from the show when you scan in. Uh they fixed Taja Doru from the DX one so it actually sounds correct. Like the volume doesn't dip out halfway through the first syllable. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, just, I hated I, that. I vaguely remember that. Here's it, it uh, and so many other cool things. Like, you get Poseidon's driver. Now, it doesn't scan or anything. You can put any three metals in there, and it just does his henchin. Fine. But the fact that you can switch the whole driver to be Poseidon's belt is is just, like, a really cool thing to throw in. Uh, God, God there's so many else. There's hidden modes. Like, there's a... Aside from the fact that uh, you, you've got uh, the standard mode, you've got... Um, you got one where uh, you can hear Asian Ankh as you scan in and use different combos, and then you have a mode where Ankh wants you to use certain combos and will respond <laughs> if you. Hmm. He, the, he'll respond if you do the correct ones, and he'll berate you if you take too long to do it. <laughs> I like it uh, a lot. <laughs> there's there's one button just for audio dialogue from them. And like the entire first episode dialogue between the two is in this. Like they re like they took whole scripts and re-recorded them for this dialogue button. If you go through it long enough, you can hear the love combo. Ah! <laughs> and it just keeps going. I don't even know how deep that one goes. There's a music button that has four different music tracks from the show. And you can trigger it so that the music plays after you use a henshin there's a hidden there's a hidden startup mode the hidden startup mode gives you the original o's the king version of the tataba combo okay oh nice and if you if you activate that mode and scan got to kiriba you get the normal you get the normal combo scan it again and you get the movie version where 
all seven uh, forms transform together. <laughs> hmm. Is there... Does it have, like, the... Because the, I've seen them before. Does it have, like, a, on the instructions, like, a flow chart for that stuff? Um, I don't think it... I'm not sure if it does. Well, of course, like, it, it's hard to tell what the instructions are saying in Japanese. Yeah, I, just, I, I know I've seen, like, on some of the Exade, um, like, memorial uh, gashats, where it's, like, here's a flow mm-hmm. chart of the functionality. So, like, how you can get to this tree and how you can get to this tree. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's that involved. It's just literally everything that they could throw into it, they did. Like right down to like all the scanning charges are unique now, and oh, all nice. of them. If you listen, if you listen, you can actually hear like which version, like which time it did it from the show. Like it's <laughs> like all the sound effects are like patterned out correctly to where you can hear. This is Puto Terra using the freeze, and then this is him whipping the tail. You know, e- like everything played out right down to Gata Kiriba. You can it echoes, so there's like twenty going off at the same time. Oh man! Like I could keep going. It does so freaking much. Yeah, I'm that. That one is is. Probably the uh, like I, I kind of backed off yeah. from CSM, but just the medals because I love the medals. Yeah, like that oh, alone yeah. is like mm-hmm. is such a draw of like I that, of all the ones that's the one someday I might I might pursue. Yeah, it's 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 one of the most loaded packages from Complete Selection. Oh man, like, it's literally everything. Like when I say everything, I mean even the sound effect of the original O's. Like uh, losing control and getting petrified is in this toy. <laughs> That's great. I even I, I discovered um, I inadvertently have a storage solution for the medals too. Uh, hmm? I went to double check, but I seen on uh, on Shuki's Twitter that uh, she was using um, uh, poker chip holders that happen. Those happen to be the right size for those medals. Oh. Uh, and I'd gotten some poker chip holders for one of my board games, and I had spares. And I was like, "All right, if I ever get CSMOs, I got I got trays to put all the O's medals into." All right, here we go. <laughs> yeah, the only the only thing the only thing I'm like the storage solution they give you isn't bad, and it keeps all the rims from scratching into each other, mm-hmm. which is the only thing that stops me from doing something like that. That's the one thing I will say about the Poseidon ones is like the clips hold those metals so tight. I actually don't want to use it just because I'm legitimately worried it's going to scrape paint off. Is there a way to, so for the Poseidon one, would you be all right to just use the DX metals from the old toy? Oh, you you can, you can activate the, you can activate the sound effect with your fingers. Like you can use whatever. Okay. The only, the only only trick, the only, well, I mean, the only trick is the Poseidon medals don't exist in the originals, so... I know, but, like, if I was able to... This is long-term. Like, track down the inners, or make the inners, and then put those into DXO metal, like, rims that might, you know, just get some some used ones off of Mandarake. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's a project, but it seems like, like I mean, a thing one could do. I mean, technically, I could resin cast them. Yeah. Like, I've got the silicone and the resin. I could literally just duplicate them. Yeah, and then it's like here. This way, I can make I can make like stunt medals that can, yeah. <laughs> can go in here, uh, you know, uh, sight unseen. Um, 
That's really cool. Uh, I should I should add um, for the for the the CSMOs thing. I believe that was the one that also very suddenly got canceled uh, from its stateside release, uh, if I recall correctly. There was some some CSM thing that that like recently, like everyone who'd ordered it from Bluefin like got a refund or something. Really, I'm gonna double check that now. But uh, that, that I was talking to Jig uh, about how like that that happened really close to that tanker uh, that that lost cargo. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wonder if there's a bunch of O's medals in the bottom of the ocean. How perfect I mean, would that well, be? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, those aren't out till like March, though. True, right? It's it's got to come across the ocean and get to warehouses and and all that. Yeah, but like, what if, like, someday someone got- someone like finds all these medals at the bottom of the ocean, like decades from now, and then they're like. Was this from some ancient civilization? <laughs> <laughs> these what strange doubloons are these? Uh, well, I got I got. Is uh, anything else off topic that you wanted to hit up? No, no, I'm good. All right, I got a, I got a, a couple things. One of them, I got an early uh, Christmas present from my brother. Um, I got a new uh, computer chair. Um, so I got I got one of those bucket kind of chairs, and I don't know if you've heard it throughout the show, but it makes lots of those kind of noises. No, we just we just assumed uh, you were farting. Oh no, no, I, I I turned the mic off. I I do fart, you know, like about forty to fifty times each recording, but uh, I, I make sure those are edited out. This is I got a lot of this. This is a weird thing. Like this is like one of those one of those uh, gaming chairs or whatever. Um, so I moved my old chair was just getting a little bit riggedy, and uh, I really wanted to have a nice chair over at my filming desk, so I moved it over there. And now I've got this like bucket chair that can like recline all the way back, like 180 degrees if I so choose to sleep in a chair. Um, it's interesting uh, as a change of pace. I haven't used one of these before. It feels nice, but it also makes lots of pleather noises, which every now and then I'm, I'm not used to them. Every now and then I keep thinking something's behind me because I hear like a little, a little like scrunch. And I'm like, what's that? And I turn, and it makes another scrunch happen. And basically, it's like a dog chasing its tail, uh, but a human in a chair spinning around. Um, and then uh, I also wanted to say I got a new... I don't know if, if I've mentioned this. I got a new board game today uh, that I'm very excited about called Under Falling Skies. It's a solo game. I highly recommend anyone look it up because it started off as a free printable nine card game that is still available for free. He just needs some uh, dice and cubes. And it's basically like a, a, a math puzzly version of space invaders. It's really good. The production game that they put out is like under, th- it's around, you know, 30 bucks Canadian. If you go to a local game store, you might get it for less like I did. Uh, and it has the whole game in it. Plus like some additional mechanics that like, let you tweak the, not only difficulty, but just like there's there's three different towns you can add now where you're playing Space Invaders, uh, and then each town has a has two difficulties, uh, and then the the base that you're operating now has like three two sided panels that each town says use this side as the top and this side as the bottom of the of the six available sides, mm-hmm. and that's like twenty percent of the box, uh, and already I think easily worth the money for what it is. The other like. 80% of the box is a, a, a massive campaign that I know nothing about, except that each module apparently adds even more variables to the standalone game. So the value for your money as a soloable, 
fun game to play on your table is huge with this, and I would highly recommend looking it up. Under Falling Skies is very, very cool. Um, anyway, that's that's my, I believe, all of my off-topic stuff I have to talk about. I feel like I had a figure to talk about off-topic, but I forgot, because we talked about lots of other figures instead. Nah! Um... So I think that brings us to the end of this podcast. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you, Aaron and TJ, for joining me. Uh, and uh, stay safe above all else. Holidays can be recelebrated anytime. Uh, your health uh, cannot be replaced anytime. So wear a mask. Uh, keep your hands clean. Don't go out if you don't have to. Or if you're if you're able to stay in, please stay in. I know it's not the case for everyone, but I wanted to throw that out there again because I think it is highly important to keep saying it. Um, in part because on my other platforms, 10% of the time I say it, someone says, no, uh, it's all fake. Uh, there's nothing to worry about. And uh, I think it's good to keep yelling it because there are still lots of folks who might want to speak up and say it's it's not the case. And they are unequivocally wrong and uh, should feel bad about thinking that. Anyway, we'll talk to you all later. And uh, as I said many times, stay safe. <laughs> <laughs>